Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Well, I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the man's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, figured it Wes out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Wes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. <laughs> Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here. Beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Thanks for tuning in on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 30 also online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube and chime in uh, there. Interact with us here on this lovely Tuesday. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV. A lot of goodies there, including the latest with ECU basketball. Mike Schwartz met with the media earlier today, his final media appearance before the Pirates take on Tulane in the regular season home finale. Wednesday night, late night, 9 o'clock in Menji's Coliseum. Pirates with three more regular season games next week. It's off to the AAC tournament in Fort Worth. Uh, we are entering tournament action. Uh, conference tournaments actually began last night. Got more getting underway tonight. So we'll keep you up to date with all that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard later on in this program. A lot of guests to get to today, including Michael Perry. He'll be on the call tomorrow night in Menji's as East Carolina welcomes in the Tulane Green Wave. We'll talk to Coach Perry about uh houston just how good is that cougars team that was here on saturday night and also east carolina tulane what the pirates need to do to pick up another conference win coach perry joins us coming up in about 30 minutes in hour number two mully will be in here to talk pirate baseball and more east carolina coming off two wins over north carolina they are back in action today against the duke blue devils in the durham bulls park so we'll talk pirate baseball and more with mully talk about uh, spring training and uh, the pitch clock is rearing its ugly head in these spring training games. A lot of examples of uh, of the change, and we'll talk about that with Mully as well. As uh, It's been a pretty radical change thus far in spring training. Shane Winkler, ECU head softball coach, will join us coming up in hour number two. Uh, the Pirates off to a great start this season on the softball diamond at 12-3. and three. We'll talk about that, and they got a lot of home games coming up. So we'll uh, talk about that with Coach Winkler coming up in hour number two. Bryce Williams joins us in hour three. NFL Combine getting underway. So a little something for everybody. Hoops, baseball, softball, football, all of it going on right now. And uh, we will cover it all here on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chan Man is here as well. And Ellerby is to my left. Hello, Jonathan. Man, such an awesome show. I can't believe I get to be a part of it to uh, kick things off, maybe for just a couple of minutes, because I don't know how you're going to be able to get all this in, Clip. A lot, stacked lineup today. You are hashtag blessed, as we all are, Ellerby, to be a part of today's program. Chandler, uh, video looking great. I love the way you've centered the names below the uh, graphics, man. That's a great touch. I, well, I had to do some digging. I had to find a way to do it. And, uh, you know, uh, I found out. I found out how to do it, and I did it. So, you did, uh, yeah. yeah. 
you are, I might have had some help. You are putting in the work today, my friend. Yeah. I got to say. Blue collar uh, channel. I mean, that's what he is. Be careful. Uh, we have got a lot to discuss. We have to rank the ECU football opponents' mascots today. Yeah. I brought my list in. <laughs> well, at least I, I, brought, what, I brought the schedule in. This guy is always prepared, always ready to go. So we're going to do that. It is also Pirate Baseball Game Day. Ellerby coming off an awesome weekend at Clark LeClaire at Boschmer Stadium as the Pirates won too. So we can dive into that. Got Pirate Hoops coming up. So, again, a lot going on. And can we talk about our guest tomorrow on the show? I mean, it's already out there. Yeah, absolutely. Breaking news. QB1, Mason Garcia going to join us on the show on wednesday and throughout spring football to keep us up to date on what's going on in the practice fields and to get to know the new pirate quarterback who has been around a while but with whole nailers has not been on the field much at all so we'll get to know mason garcia beginning wednesday at five o'clock yeah lock in wednesdays at five o'clock mason garcia is going to be here the next couple months during march and april as uh, talking pirate football, but also talking Mason Garcia. Who is Mason Garcia? We'll get to know the guy that is more than likely going to be the quarterback for the Pirates for the future, and uh, hopefully uh, will be the quarterback in the big house September 2nd when the Pirates take on the Michigan Wolverines. A little house uh, cleaning, keeping to do, Shirley. Let's see if you're ready to go today because Steve Hill is on one in the Facebook live chat. He has some... uh, some sound request including clippo burgly a burgly two little butt cheeks two little swinging dingers swinging dingers and he's good to go and he also says all you guys do is talk about mason garcia we need to get the mason garcia hey it's a me a mason garcia we'll get that coming up for wednesday as we will talk uh pasta football and everything in between yeah you're gonna lead off with pasta or football uh i don't know i uh, probably football and kind of work our way into the italian dishes okay um, we need to pull that sound bite and play it for him tomorrow that, that that'd be a, That's great, a great, idea. great idea if you're not too busy chandler great idea ellerby said it a couple seconds ago but you know what you reinforced it mm-hmm. and i think we're gonna do I, that i mean there's nothing wrong with being a topper <laughs> uh and i like that steve's going ahead getting out in front of it and saying that all we do is talk about mason garcia because previously all we did was talk about holding nailers mm-hmm. so now all we're going to do is talk about mason garcia do we need to go do our show in myrtle beach so live from myrtle beach so it'd be more local politics if we're down there live from bike week uh robert skipper is on one in the youtube chat he says hey skip is here here yeah good fellas myrtle beach guy mason is an italian lol how do you know robert did you do a 23 me on mason garcia have you looked at this family tree you don't know uh that one fifth quarter caller said he was so italian and until mason says otherwise he is an italian man in my eyes yes we will find out the facts <laughs> wednesday at five o'clock we'll have a dna sample and uh we'll do it we'll do it maury povich style live on the air Love the players lounge on Mondays with the baseball guys. They're great. They're 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 doing a really good job. A lot lot, lot of fun personalities, different personalities, and uh, so we're this is March is one of those I think special months where you get a good mix of football and uh, baseball. Lots of good stuff right now, and of course some March Madness. 
Charles says, correct me if I miss something. Isn't Garcia a Spanish Latin name? <laughs> well, Charles, you did miss something. Uh, this stems back from the fifth quarter where a caller. Do we we got to find that call. We got it saved somewhere. That's what I meant, the call. Yeah. To get the, the guy that whoever called in. Oh, we were supposed to read his mind. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh we got it somewhere. Not Kyle from Lagrange. It's a me, Messing Garcia. I'm gonna file find it and uh during the break and we'll play it at some point. Uh but we had a caller call in and say uh after the final game that all right, uh push away the, the barbecue plates because uh Ehlers is gone and bring on the pasta because it's Garcia time. I guess he is implying that he thinks Garcia is an Italian name. So we ran with that joke, and uh, we've been running with it ever since. So Charles, Robert, for those of you that missed that, that is what we are referring to when we say Mason Garcia is an Italian gentleman. Right. Not that his parents were extras in the Sopranos or anything like that. Right. That is correct. The Italian stallion. If you miss the reference, you got to keep up. You got to, yeah. You got to, uh, you got to stay up. You got to get on the inside, the inside jokes. That's right. That's, with, uh, that's what we're about. With Clipper and the Chan Man at Pirate Radio. All right, um, L or B, where would you like to go? Uh, real quick, sad news this week. Lost Terry Holland. Yes, I thought uh, a guy that really put his footprint uh, all over East Carolina did a lot of great things while he was here. Uh, just, I mean, just another really a living legend at the time an icon that came here at during a very unstable time had legendary status before even coming to ecu just because he was one of the one of those original eight coaches in the acc when you think back to the 80s i mean and just when that acc game of the week would come i mean you knew who all those eight guys were and uh, what he did at virginia on the basketball court and then uh you know went into the administration world and uh thought very much outside the box a lot and uh, had to do that you know you have to do that at east carolina and uh created a heck of an environment in dowdy ficklin stadium uh invented the circle of trust that made the murphy center useful during football games went from where two event staff people were standing there to to a thriving area where people wanted to be so uh obviously uh, hired Skip Holtz, brought a couple championships here, but uh, really, really did a lot of nice things. I think the architectural footprint of how East Carolina looks over there, uh, you you can give a lot of credit to Terry and Ann Holland, and uh, I mean you got to give credit to Ann too. They were a team, so uh, it was. Uh, but uh, certainly a guy that uh, will be missed, but uh, will always be remembered here at East Carolina, much like uh, Jeff Charles, the voice. I mean, just just people that. Uh, this left a, a great legacy and uh, will be rem- remembered for a long time. Yeah, uh, the ultimate gentleman. And uh, I worked a lot with uh, Miss Ann around here doing her show, the Ann Holland Show. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she has some great guests. We had a lot of fun, like old college basket. I told her she needs to write a book one day just about the the old ACC and all the inside stories with the coaches, the coaches' wives, all that, because she had some really fascinating stories about those days. And uh, just a great family, great people, and uh, it was sad news uh, to hear the passing of uh, Coach Terry Holland. I was fortunate enough uh, over the time when Coach Holland was here as athletic director to go to a couple Final Fours that were in Atlanta and one in Indianapolis and was able to catch up with them while they were there because it's the big coaches and athletic directors convention and would see them. But everybody knew those, knew Coach Holland, knew Ann Holland, and uh, the respect and interaction 
that uh, people would when we'd meet up with them or see them in the hotel. Uh, they, they, it was just it was it was always just full of respect, and of course uh, in the basketball world and in the administration world. So uh, certainly, uh, folks, uh, thoughts and prayers to the Holland family as uh, they they mourn the loss of uh, Coach Holland. Speaking of hoops, Ellerby East Carolina back in action. We used to see. Uh, Terry Holland standing right there mm-hmm. in the doorway. Uh, Terry also one of those guys like the voice too that that was in the spotlight but didn't really. I mean, didn't want the attention really always on him. He no. would always stand to the, you know, it was always just kind of lurking. And uh, when you're that tall, you do stand out. And, yes, but yeah, uh, he did. But uh, yeah, we used to always see him there. East Carolina late night coming up Wednesday night, Menchie's Coliseum. How about a nine o'clock tip off? That that's a late late game, you know. Uh, I don't know if they thought Greenville uh, was in California when uh, ESPN was putting this this game together, but uh, certainly it's it's too late for the LRB. I'll go ahead and take the mystery off of it. I will not be in. Wow, Troy Thursday. D in LRB out. Yep. yep, and I am doubtful myself. Are you? Yeah, really. Troy's in. That's what he said. Oh yeah. Hey Chandler, welcome to Pirate Radio Live, dude. What you all right? You just said you and Troy D are out. No, I said no. Troy D in, LRB out. Oh, because I thought I heard that, and then Troy's in his office saying, I'm in, I'm in. Well, how about you and Troy do a show, and LRB and I'll do one, and uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Piss Chandler off now. <laughs> uh, what is he doing? It? <laughs> uh, are you? Uh, don't sulk, man. Come on, come back. Come back strong. I know. Come back strong. Come on, man. He's, he's, he's out. I need you back in. It's segment one. I can't ready, have you out all show. We're getting ready to rank mascots. This <laughs> just, is something you're probably good at. No, you're in. I need you in for that segment. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler's tapping out already. Uh, I'll tell you who's not tapping out, and that's Troy D. When it comes to meeting celebrities. Uh, last night, Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter. They did the recap of Stanford Steve in Minji's. They showed the half-court shot misses. They also showed him warming up. That was awesome. And he buried one from half-court. I wonder how many he actually took. Hey, I was wondering, he took a very nonchalant half-court shot, I thought, but that's just his, I guess, style because the, the warm-up shot that he nailed uh, was very nonchalant like that. Mm-hmm. So he nailed that, and uh, they showed all of that. They showed Stanford Steve in Menji's Coliseum, and Troy D was courtside with Stanford Steve. Oh yeah, and and Troy knows where the cameras are, and knows he is going to be a part of whatever's happening. So when Stanford Steve got up to shoot the shot, Troy D gets in front of him. So like, there's no way, there's there's no way Troy D can't be seen on camera. He, he got in front of him like he was going to hand him a diploma at, at graduation. <laughs> like, congratulations, young man. Here's your diploma. We have the picture up uh, on our our video. Yeah. So he is chest to chest with him, looking him in the eye. Stanford Steve's kind of looking off to the side. Troy D, they go in for a hug, and then Troy D gets multiple back taps on Stanford Steve mm-hmm. to make sure he's still in the camera frame. So, uh, Troy D showed up a lot last night. Maybe that hurt Stanford Steve's form. It could have. Like, maybe he had, like, a little shoulder injury or something after. Maybe he padded too hard. But for a guy who doesn't like to touch and, and is worried about germs, he was all up in Stanford Steve's personal space. Yeah. Going in for the, the handshake, the hug, the back tap. I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't out of half court with Stanford Steve. Troy- touching him as he shot the shot. He might have an honorary degree from Stanford right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hands uh, on the ball with Stanford Steve. Oh, man. So, Troy D. Big, you know, uh, big. I, now, who's this guy? Now he's best buddies with Stanford Steve. I wish Stanford Steve would have hit that half-court shot because that, <laughs> hitting a half-court shot, I saw the Arizona-Arizona State game live. Yeah. That guy hit that. Oh, that was wild. That is an exciting thing when someone hits a, a half-quarter or one from the other side. I mean, it's, that would have been, it would have been, it would have gotten Menji's uh, rocking and rolling. He got nothing but net in pregame. Yeah, we saw a clip there. Chandler. Talked about that, too. Yeah. I feel like, is there a... <laughs> no chandler buddy no <laughs> he's out he's out again he's tapped out again <laughs> i wish i wish he would start when he does the buck scoreboard later he would read coming up like read the monday night games yeah <laughs> that have already happened chandler you're doing a good job man you're doing a great job on this picture on the video here yes. you worked really hard on that today and i gotta say you were trying to to please me and you you asked about it a lot and I think maybe you focused too much on that and you worked so hard before the show. Kind of like Stanford Steve hitting the shot pregame. Maybe. You hit all your shots pregame. You were perfect pregame. Layup line, um, all of that. And now maybe struggling a little bit during the show, but it's because you worked so hard before the show. So I don't want to be hard on you. But I do need you to kind of focus up here. You're good. All right, he's good. Ellerby. He's back in the game. He's back. Maybe you should come in here and watch a little day baseball with us. <laughs> Help us rank some mascots. Uh, Maybe he needs to come in and get a little Studio A vibe. Chandler, do that. All right, let's get the camera a wide shot. Get on in yeah, here. Let's give him five good minutes and, with us. And you're going to be in here ranking mascots with us. Yeah, let's, let's, let's reconnect the group. I mean, we got... What, the Astros and the Mets playing here? I mean, what's better than day baseball? Exactly. What's better than that guy's beard? I don't know. That is quite uh, quite some. Speaking of which, LRB, you in for a mustache march? No. <laughs> Not at all. I, I don't know if it's possible. It'd be interesting. I just I, I think it would just be a gross experience. Kevin Garnett said anything was possible, and I think that includes your mustache. Is Chandler bro. in for mustache march? Uh, he has been on the fence. I think he's leaning on the right side of the fence, though. He's already there. Yeah. I mean, Chandler, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? <laughs> We're good. Hey. Welcome to the show. <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh... Do we have any jelly beans to enjoy while watching day baseball? Well, it's a little early. It's not Easter. Easter's not till They don't sell April. jelly beans until Easter. Yeah, that's right. That's Forgot. According to Ellerby. Yes. One of the all-time worst takes I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Joe says, tell Chandler I said, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Is that Joe that... Ah, oh, Joe was uh, our winner. Joe Leggett. Yes. Yeah. We said last week, if you see Chandler uh, or I or Shirley at a live sporting event and say, boom, 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 you'll be the winner. Yeah, I was taking video uh, watching the basketball team warm up and, the, uh, and Joe came up to me and said, hey, Chandler, he said, am I supposed to say boom, boom, boom to you? I said, yes, you are. I said, congratulations, you win nothing. I got a lot of boom, boom, boom tweets uh, on Saturday night, I guess, from people in attendance, but not never uh, face-to-face. That's what we need. We need to do, uh, take a picture of Chandler or clip if you see them in public and, and hashtag tag pir- at PR927FM. Boom, boom, boom. And hashtag boom, boom, boom. All right. There you go. And, and you'll like be it. in the chance to be a winner. I yeah. like it. Good idea. Joe, you're you're in for whatever we're we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Your, your name, your you're number one Joe. with a bullet. Joe like it. He's booming with us. He is a big boomer. Okay, Boomer. Um, last week, we uh, last Tuesday, the schedule came out for ECU football. Can you believe it's been a week? <laughs> I cannot. I mean, and where's boy, the time go? It does. It uh, we're one week closer to Pirate football. 
And, uh, David Price Construction count out to kick. Yes, there, sir. Chad, man, we need to get that going here soon, buddy. Um, and we ranked the opponents' fight songs. Bit of an upset. Michigan did not finish number one. They finished number two in our unofficial official rankings behind Navy. So today, so every week we're going to rank something. We're going to rank all the schools on the football schedule, and we'll have a different topic every week. Today we are doing mascots. So, we will start at the top uh, with the Michigan Wolverines. And I got to tell you, I think for me, they're going to rank certainly top half. I think the Wolverine is a cool mascot. The animal itself doesn't look that cool, but I factor in like the comic book character, like everything Wolverine related. I'm putting them in the top three right now. All right. Wow. So, early on, Michigan has a uh, a top mascot with the wolverine mm-hmm. all right thundering herd i think they're 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 a mid-major in this okay they, they're more in the middle uh nothing against really like a buffalo but uh just i just they're not it's not not near the top of my list and we're not doing this necessarily based on logos but marshall does not have a great logo it's just a it's m, m with the herd i, I don't they want, need to get the animal more involved i don't want a i don't want a marshall t-shirt yeah so I'm putting them. In, I'm putting them middle of the pack because I think there's a lot of other weak competition. So I mean, we're, I'm ranking them somewhere five to eight. Yeah, they, I feel like they could do so much more with it. Yeah, and uh, they're not. So, all right, herd is down there. Mountaineer for me is going to be way down there. Really, a man on a mountain doesn't do much for me. Mountaineer. Uh, I'm. I'm just kind of. I'm getting. What does the mountaineer do? Drink moonshine. So we're just talking yeah. about a drunk. So he's a drunk. He's an alcoholic. And we're t- yeah. Bottom of the list. Yeah. He's down, way down for me. Way down. Yeah. Way down. Uh, next up, running Bulldogs. I got to put this down there as well because I love Bulldogs. But one thing they don't do is run. They are very, very chill animal. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking Ugga when I think of Bulldogs. And what does Ugga do? Sleeps. Sleeps during national championship games. Relaxes, slobbers. Yeah. Not a lot of running. And Bulldog's down. Not dead. So a bulldog is a common nickname in sports. But mm-hmm. when you're telling me that a bulldog's running, yeah. then we got something here. Okay. Uh, it sounds good in theory, but like they're going to tire out. Yeah. They are. They doesn't excite me. Not to bring the show down, but uh, bulldogs, I've done the research, have a lot of health issues. So oh, they're okay. they're down there. All right. So Mountaineers, Bulldogs at the bottom of the list right now. We've got the herd kind of middle of the pack. Me, I've got them low, and uh, Wolverine near the top. All right. Now we've got a lot of owls to discuss. Mm. If Temple was on our schedule, we would have three owls. We've got Rice and we've got FAU this year LRB and now I'm going to first of all how do you feel about an owl overall I would not want I would not want to be associated with a school that has an owl as a mascot hmm. and why is that I just don't I just don't like the bird I never see them I always hear them you hear them but you don't see them I like uh I like FAU's logo more than Rice's I just I mean I think the owl's a cool animal. How, how, it's not fierce. How, could for four quarters of football, could you wave a pom pom and you'll go owls? Yeah, that would kind of stink. You ever seen an owl without hair? Check that out. Oh yeah, it is a freaky looking thing. It looks like an alien. 
Now, how did you think of that? Oh, <laughs> I've I, seen it before. I've seen it. I've never even thought of that before. I was thinking maybe it would is that factor in the ranking. We need two Chandlers so we can put that picture up right now. Mm. But we only have one, and he's in here, and he's, he's yeah. doing the job. Yeah, he's got three more minutes with us. Uh, Johnny, our stats guy, Johnny Stats, says the FAU Owl's name is Owlsley. That's stupid. That is no. ridiculously stupid. I'm putting both Owls at the bottom of the list. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm not going that far. Um, not all the way at the bottom, but definitely in the bottom half. Okay. Loves day baseball, loves jelly beans. Hates owls. Hates owls. Can't stand them. Kenny says, who? That's a strong word. <laughs> who? Who? Kenny's, who? Kenny's being funny. Who? Now Chandler's going to be funny. Who? Uh, let's see. We haven't gotten to Tulane yet. We got to go to SMU. I will read Mike's uh, comment. SMU Mustangs. Yeah. That's, I'm, that's I'm putting Mustangs cool. in the top four, probably. Yeah. Mustang, there's it's nothing. a car. It's a horse. I mean, I think of SMU. I think of you know a fast horse, a cool car. Eric Dickerson's. So yeah, I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him some props. Uh, Robert says, "Let Chandler talk more." Chandler, the floor is yours, my friend. All right, who do we have next? No, just talk. Just talking. Hello, how are we doing? We got Mustangs. What do you think uh, about Mustangs? Who was that that said they wanted to hear me talk more? Robert. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. What does uh, Gary Hahn think of Al's? Let's get out of Tony. <laughs> I definitely don't hate him as much as Jonathan Ellerby. I can tell you that. You know, here's what would be a good one for Gary Hahn. Because the UTEP Miners. That's what I was about to say. Because because <laughs> the 49ers are next on our list. And amongst other. <laughs> uh, so here's here, I'm giving Charlotte 49ers. I like that. I'm giving them good. I'm giving them more props if their coach Biff Pogie is dressed like the mascot. That would be something. He could be. Have you seen some of the pictures of Biff? Other than that, I'm thinking, I think of 49ers and I think of San Francisco. And sure. I think Charlotte's out of place. So, But I'm, is there a reason for them being the 49ers? Was I'm there sure any 49ering sure going on there in the western, southwestern part of the state? Let's go to our featherless owl expert. <laughs> I have no idea. Don't ask me. I'm not an expert on the Charlotte area. area so. Have you ever seen a 49er without feathers? <laughs> you don't want to see it. It is a sight to behold. I'm putting 49ers middle to low of the pack. All right. I like Niners. Um, it's going to be in the middle for me, but I'll tell you what's going to be at the top of my list. The UTSA Roadrunners. Beep, beep. Yep. I got them. I think I personally right now have them number one in front of Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's one two for me right now with those two. Where do you feel? What do you think about Roadrunners? I like. I, I put the road, Roadrunners in the top three. It's top unique. Four. It's cool. They have a cool logo. I like their color colors. They might be the gonna, only Roadrunners. I like their uh, blue and orange, the yes. dark blue. I like the color scheme. They got a lot going for them right now. Chandler, do some research. Is there another Roadrunner out there? Me me. Yeah. Uh Tulane Green Wave. Probably the bottom. Wow. I, First of all, it's unique. So for that, I give them a five out of five. Can you yell "Go Green Wave" for four quarters? What do you think about the old school logo they've brought back—the wave with the eyeballs? I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any of it. The Green Wave <laughs> makes no sense. Have you given it enough? Uh, no. Enough energy, Ellerby? I don't like Tulane. <laughs> I don't don't like it. By the way, Corey Glor will be here tomorrow in that seat. I like Corey Glor. Yeah, hello. And I and I respect what they're doing in sports right now, but I just I don't get their mascot. Ellerby doesn't get it. He doesn't want to get it. He doesn't like them. He is out on all things Tulane, including their stupid mascot. I the only thing that's going to make it harder is whether I put Tulsa below them or not. Yeah, 
green wave golden hurricane i mean that, that's got to be 11 12 right there you i gotta got, say which is which is which is worse because it's is, not which is better because they're both bad not a great mascot schedule we're facing off here against not so. good not good rpi but. looks terrible and then what do you do about the midshipmen i just i mean you got to respect your country so. <laughs> yeah. i mean out of respect but it's not even i know but like we can't just rank navy number one every freaking list we do because we respect their service mm. or can we I, I mean we can i mean geez we can do anything i reckon yeah all right midshipmen so what are they on a they're on a ship they're middies what do they do exactly what does a midshipman do they fight fl- for our country why are they in the middle of the ship i mean isn't that the better place to be would you rather be on the front of the ship mm, put me up front yeah shotgun midshipman a navy a naval cadet in the u.s navy also an american toadfish with dorsal and anal fins okay mm. All right, so there's that, too. Uh, midshipmen, I'm going I mean, to be anti-American and say that's pretty boring. Midshipmen, I mean, some of those guys could be Navy SEALs. Now, that's different. That If they were the Navy SEALs, that would be number one. First of all, they could have a cool all SEAL right, so, logo so, so, for the kids, so f- but also they kill people. For our human <laughs> mascots, we got App, Navy, and I guess Charlotte. Rank those three human okay app navy charlotte because the rest of them are animals i'm going 49ers one midshipmen two uh mountaineers three that now we're doing sub rankings well, just, <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna do my list right now i'm gonna have road runners one wow utsa i'm gonna have wolverines two hail to the victors uh number three boy I, I feel like there is a huge drop off here mustang at number three yep going ponies mm-hmm. ponies then you got to go what 49ers because you like them that's your best human mascot oh i forgot about them i would have had them three mm. too, uh, too bad biff i'm going niners <laughs> after that i'm gonna go herd. oh that's, this is me that's overranked right there okay all right relax this is me after that i'm going to go this is going to really tick off Ellerby. I'm going Owls, Owls. Ooh, oh, that ticks me off, too. Man, no one gives a hoot about those rankings. <laughs> oh! <laughs> After that, I'm going Middies. Ellerby hates the Golden Hurricane so much we didn't even talk about them. No, so, I, mean, I, just, I, I just tell you, them? between Tulane and Tulsa, who's worse? It's not who's better. Who's going 12? All right. Did you put Navy last? No, I know. You're un-American. I put them eight. You're un-American. Eighth. I put Mount, America. Mountaineers are last. Oh, you hate app. Running Bulldogs are 11 for me. And then I'm going to go Golden Hurricane 10, Green Wave 9 to round out my rankings, my personal rankings. Clip really hates the teams from North Carolina. Ellerby, how, what do you think? I, I don't know how you don't have Tulsa and Tulane at the bottom. Yeah. They're the worst. And, you, and then, then have the owls. You right are above it. physically disgusted <laughs> they, by Tulsa they and disgust me. I mean, you I've never seen you react to anything. I feel like, like Captain Bill in here. <laughs> Their mascots disgusting. disgust me. I cannot get excited. If I mean if I got transported to Tulsa and had to do Tulsa radio, I, I, I would I just couldn't do it. 
uh charles says navy midshipman has a goat mascot that is true mm, greatest of all time <laughs> <laughs> mike going the ellerby route says can ellerby yell go midshipman for four quarters he's got a point there they do have a good they have good music good band we did that last week i know but it kind of keeps you going <laughs> it's good keeps you going I, I, i've been to tulsa i don't know if they have a band Johnny says hurricanes uh, given nickname by sports writer tornadoes would have been better storm system for that area. Absolutely. Uh, who's number one for you, Chandler? Um, I'll probably go Wolverines. How about for you, Ellerby? Yeah, I guess I'll go uh, reluctantly. Michigan. It's El- really a crappy list for mascots. It is. Ellerby's. Uh, you got- know what's really number one is is the Pirates really kick all these. And I meant I don't know if I said this last week. It is bias, of course, but compared to those uh, generic, uh, we had some good fight songs, but a lot of generic ones. East Carolina has a, a good fight yeah. song, very oh, good. Peppy, you get into it. There's a chant. Um, who is last on your list, Chandler? Mascots. I've got to go. Mm, I'm going to go out. The, both the owls. So eleven and twelve would be. Um, You're Rock, a fan of the owls. Huh? You're a fan of the Owls. Oh, no, you're not no, a fan of the Owls. Bottom. You're hating on the Owls. Yes. All right, good enough. Boring, boring mask. Good job, guys. Yeah, thanks. We did it. Enjoyed it. What do y'all want to rank next week? Man, I'm going to have to sleep on it. How about, let's do, let's do. We had a whole list last week. Oh, I know. Let's, we got plenty. Let's do uh, famous football alums. Famous football alums. I like it. But we can only pick one. Right. So I'm gonna do, I got to do a little research. All right, all right. We'll do that, and we'll rank them I next mean, week. I mean, someone's going to get mossed. We got mm. a Heisman winner. Mm. By the way, somebody uh, said last week, instead of going, uh, we kind of went Desmond immediately. Charles Woodson Ooh. has an argument to be Who? their best player. App fans, who's their greatest player of all time to come out of Appalachian State? Or Armani Edwards, the guy that uh, the Panthers got chopped off his leg mowing mm. the grass. Yeah, that's overstated. Armani Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Lots. Of all right. People. We'll do that. Navy's got a lot of great players. Ellerby, thanks for hanging out. Yep, see you next week. All right, uh, we will take a timeout. Come back when we return. We'll talk some hoops with Michael Perry. Pirates going at it Wednesday night with Ellerby's least favorite mascot, the Tulane Green Wave. We'll talk about that and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of, G- of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, let's talk some oops with Michael Perry as he joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, East Carolina and Tulane. We'll go at it 9 o'clock Wednesday night, Menji's Coliseum, and Coach Perry joins us now. Coach, appreciate your time. How you doing today? I'm great. All is well with me. 
Yes, sir. That's yep. good to hear. And uh, and you're going to be a busy man coming up as this basketball team will. A lot of games coming up to wrap up the regular season. Coming up Wednesday night, Pirates will play their home uh, regular season finale against Tulane. Late tip-off on ESPNU. It'll be 9 o'clock. And then on the road Friday at Tulane for that makeup game. And then at UCF on Sunday. So a whole lot of basketball uh, coming up for this team, Coach. This is a, a weird scheduling quirk here. You're almost playing uh, in a, a tournament-style setting here to wrap up the regular season. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, spot on in that it's uh, it's a really challenging schedule here at the end of the season. I mean, literally, it's like a meat grinder of a schedule here. When you got Houston, and you got the two games sandwiched in between with uh, New Orleans, I mean, Tulane in New Orleans, and then you got to go to Orlando to play UCF to finish it off. Really, really good basketball teams that you're having to face here at the conclusion of the season. Before we get to uh, what lies ahead, Coach, uh, I want to look back at the game against Houston. First off, uh, what a fun night in Minji's. Awesome crowd, awesome atmosphere for a basketball game. And, man, Houston, uh, they were as advertised. They looked really good. I heard you uh, towards the end of the game and in postgame, Coach. You, you gave the Pirates a lot of credit, especially for the fight they put up in the second half, the offensive per- performance, scoring 38 points in the second half against Houston. A lot of teams haven't been able to do that. Probably problem was the rough first half for East Carolina. Just three made field goals, struggled at the line. Uh, but you did give them a lot of credit for the fight they showed and especially the second half they played. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just prefix everything with the fact that there's a number one ranking associated with that team. <laughs> They're number one in the country. And you don't get to be number one um, by being chopped liver. You got to be a really good basketball team. There's no hype associated with it. They're a very good basketball team, and we've seen them all during the course of the year play against some really good teams, um, both in and out of conference, and make them look like, you know, like average teams. You're talking about Virginia is one of the top teams in the country right now. Uh, they've been in the top ten ranking for most of the year, and they marched in there and, and put it on Virginia. And um, I mean, so they can do that to a lot of really good basketball teams. Uh, so they're, and they're, they're very sound in every way. And I guess for our old school basketball fans, you know, they hang their hat on the defense and they really strangle, put a stranglehold on you in terms of how they defend you and make it very difficult for you to have any success uh, in any area. So I was glad to see the Pirates have some success against them, particularly in the second half. Michael Perry joining us. Uh, Coach, my, my dad made a comment during the game that uh, they don't care who scores. And Marcus Sasser did have 22 um they had uh, other scores with 2017 but uh, do you do you agree with that comment where they like you said they hang their hat on defense offensively uh, they they do have guys that can take over if they need to but they play really good team basketball yeah they do and uh, and like you know, when you're a special team like that you know they've got I think four or five all five starters are averaging in double figures but What's, what's really impressive to me is the fact that on any given night, any one of those guys would have 25 or 30 points. I mean, so it, it doesn't matter. You can't really take anything away from them because they're so efficient across the board. Uh, so you do a pretty good job on Sasser, and then what happens? Uh, the kid Mark has a big night against you. Or like the game prior to, to Paris slam him, the kid Roberts, you know, he, I mean, he absolutely was a terror against Tulane. I think he had 28, 29 points. I mean, it was at any given night, any one of those guys, particularly those, those starting five, can have 25 or 30 points. And that just speaks to the volume of the, of the type of talent that they have. And they're excellent at being able to you know, break you down individually, 
but they also do it in a cohesive way within the floor of the offense. So they, 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 that's why they're, they're so good in that they also can play different styles. So if you want to slow the tempo up, they can play that way. You want to try to speed the tempo up, they can play that way. And then the, then the most impressive thing of all is they're not phased by the moment. I mean, it, I, I said those guys have an attitude and an approach to the game. I mean, they were not phased by the crowd yeah. uh, or, or the run that East Carolina would make at them. I mean, they looked like they were standing in the concession line to get some lemonade. I mean, like they were unfazed at all. <laughs> I know, you're right that's a good observation i noticed that too as loud as ecu uh fans were they just had kind of a blank look on their face like yeah we've seen this before no big deal uh they are a team we'll circle back to that coach when i ask you uh who you you're liking here towards the end of the regular season to make a run for the championship but back to ecu you got Tulane uh coming up at home it'll be senior night coming up on wednesday night and uh still an opportunity to win a couple more ball games here before they get into aac play and uh and what this is a, a unique deal playing a team back to back like this coach so we'll see what happens the first time around on wednesday night coach schwartz uh, coach hunter will make adjustments and then they'll play it again on friday but kind of a, a unique deal here yeah and and, and it, 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 it you know the type of team that you're playing too <laughs> it would be it, it, i'd say most coaches would probably say if there's a team in this league you don't want to play back to back it'll probably be uh but houston just from a, from a talent standpoint just who they are but Tulane's probably second because of how difficult they are they're the only team that really plays in a majority all zone defense i mean that's what they're known for uh, that's all the Hunter um, plays. I mean, he did it at IUPUI at Georgia State, and he's at Tulane, and they're having a lot of success with it. Uh, so Tulane's a different team to prepare for, unlike all the other teams in the league where there are a lot of similarities in terms of their style of play. Tulane is completely different in terms of how you have to prepare because of their defense. They play this matchup zone defense, which is very difficult to figure out what the heck they're doing. So it's very difficult to kind of prepare against that team. And coach, um, so when I hear zone, I think, all right, find uh, find that open man on the wing in the corner for a three. Uh, but what else can you do when you have a guy like R.J. Felton uh, to to maybe penetrate that zone or to get him there in the middle where he can go to work in the mid range? What you know, like you said, it's tough to figure out. But what do you think the Pirates, uh, Mike Schwartz, will choose to do against that zone defense? Well, the first thing he's going to tell the guys is don't settle because that's what a lot of times they want you to do. They don't want you to score the ball in the interior of the defense. They don't want you scoring the ball in, at the rim. They want you um, settling for deep challenge three-point shots. And that's the first thing he's going to do is don't settle. You want to get good shots. Quality of shots is really important against this team. You want to try to get inside of it. You want to try to ball screen it. Those will be some of the things you see Pirates do. There's some other teams that have had some success do. Uh, Wichita State, I watched your game two days ago. They did a lot of ball screens. They flashed guys into the elbow area, the short corner area, typically vulnerable areas. And uh, but, but this zone, you know, they do different things. They move with personnel. They move sometimes and it looks like they're playing man-to-man. And then you start trying to uh, run, maybe get away from your zone offense, start trying to play man-to-man, and then they move with that. So they, they, they've got counters to a lot of things that you do, but – it does seem to appear that ball screening action has been a problem for them somewhat and then being able to get the ball in the interior. But I think most importantly, you have to have the guys have a mindset that you do not settle for just jump shots. 
Michael Perry joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, let me ask you about rebounding. We've had that discussion quite a bit this year, and we've seen games where, you know, the Pirates out-rebound Cincinnati. Uh, we've seen games where Houston uh, dominated, uh, especially on the offensive rebounding uh, mark in the stat ledger. So uh, just those two uh, particular instances, and I'm not, I don't even want to ask you, was it an effort thing? Because the Pirates were playing their tails off the other night, but is Houston just that much more physical? Was there was there a scheme to it you know why, why the uh the rebounding disparities uh you know discrepancy the other night and how did the pirates fix that moving forward well i i, I well i can tell you there's been a lot of emphasis in practice about rebounding because uh, there you have to be some effort in terms of being able to put bodies on guys i think defensive rebounding a lot of times is a lot of effort a lot of bodies you have to put on guys offensive rebounding Sometimes it's a matter of who wants it the most, uh, and sometimes it's in, it's in certain guys' DNA that they're just great uh, offensive rebounders. But there's been a lot of emphasis, and it's a great point you bring up. The rebounding uh, has been a plus and a minus uh, for teams, and certainly the Pirates here recently. If you take the last three games, uh, the Pirates were out-rebounded by SMU and out-rebounded, out-rebounded by, um, uh, by Houston, but the Pirates out-rebounded Tulsa and the Pirates out-rebounded Cincinnati. So, that is the key. You want to be able to have a presence on the glass. Numbers-wise, the metrics say that the Pirates are the second-best uh, rebounding team in the conference right now behind Houston. So it is something they've had a lot of success with. It is something, a factor that sometimes can hurt zones if you can have a really good rebounding presence. Wichita State hurt uh, Tulane zone with their offensive rebounding. So I'm sure the Pirates are going to try to make that a point of emphasis going into this game. But it is a major factor. Now, I will say this, though. There are certain guys, though, certain people, like you take uh, Houston, they've got a few guys on that team. It's kind of part of their DNA that they're just better offensive rebounders than others. You can try to teach it as much as possible, but sometimes it's just better DNA. We used to say when I coached at the University of Richmond, we used to always say that there was something about the guys that were attracted to playing and going to VCU. It was just part of their DNA. They attracted better offensive rebounders than the University of Richmond did. Yeah. I think the same is true. Like they're, they're guys that have it's just part of their DNA. Michael Perry joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, uh, let me ask you a big picture, and we'll we'll wrap it up uh, with some final thoughts on ECU. But, man, it was an awesome weekend of basketball. So many buzzer beaters. Arizona State uh, spoiling Arizona's senior day uh, with a three-quarter court shot. You had uh, Hunter Dickinson hitting one at the buzzer to send it into overtime, and Michigan, Michigan goes on to win their game uh, against Wisconsin. You had Miami hit a three, immediately followed followed by a Florida State three uh, at the buzzer. So I was kind of locked into everything going on and trying to figure out, all right, who am I going to ride in my bracket this year? And I really like UCLA, but they, they're so good defensively, they can go on scoring droughts and couldn't put the ball in the basket. They did enough to beat Colorado the other day. Kind of same for Virginia. I really like Arkansas starting to get healthy, but they go through uh, – their struggles offensively. And then you got a team like Miami who doesn't have a problem scoring, but they blew a 25-point lead. They have trouble stopping people. So I'm trying to figure out, Coach, who I want to ride with here at the end. And there's so much parity and and game-to-game game you never know and possession-to-possession. Possession. So I guess I'll throw it out to you. Who are – I don't know. Who are some of the teams you've enjoyed watching this year that if you were filling out a bracket, you'd have going a long way? You, you you named a bunch of them. You you, you named a, a lot of the, the usual suspects, obviously. But um, 
you know, two that you didn't mention, Alabama, certainly from a talent standpoint, they're, they're terrific and uh, they're very sound in every area. They can really score the basketball, uh, probably one of the better offensive uh, teams out there. And, and they rebounded as well. And they defend. And, but I think for me, I think Kansas has probably been the, the most consistent uh, both on both sides of the ball, both offensively and defensively, and then the talent level also that accompanies that. Um, Kansas, to me, looks to be that 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 might have been my number one seed uh, overall. Kansas. Okay, all right. I'll keep an eye on the Jayhawks. Had them last year before the tournament started, so might have to ride with them again as uh, they cut down the nets uh, last year. Looking to do it again this year. Really excited, Coach. About you got uh, conference tournaments began yesterday. Got more beginning tonight, so we're getting into that fun time of the year as we uh, wrap it up with ECU talk, Coach. Uh, what are some keys you want to see uh, for the Pirates to win their final home game on Senior Night coming up Wednesday against Tulane? Well, again, uh, ball movement is going to be really important because sometimes you can become very stagnated against the zone. And then sometimes you can get hungry and and, uh, and, and your kids you know, shoot too early and and just settle for jump shots. So shot quality is going to be really important. Taking care of the basketball because sometimes, you know, teams turn the ball over because they try to force the action too much. So turnovers are going to have to be uh, at a low. And then being able to rebound the basketball, that's going to be really important. And all these are factors on the offensive side of it. On the defensive side, I mean, they're going to have to be able to get back, first of all, in in transition. And and, and where the Pirates have struggled sometimes defensively is getting back in defense and getting set in form and stopping the ball and not allowing teams to get some easy transition baskets. And then being able to guard your yard as a term we use, meaning you got to guard the guy that you're guarding because they've got three outstanding uh, offensive players, and they've got to do a really good job on those guys because they've got two of the top scorers in the league on one team. That should tell you a lot right there. So you've got to do a good job on the kid Cross, who's the first-team all-conference player, the kid Forbes, and, uh, and then you get the kid Ross. I mean, they're all outstanding uh, players. They've got a three-headed monster over there, and you've got to really do a good job on those three guys. Michael Perry joining us. He'll be on the call late night uh, coming up Wednesday night. Coach, you going to try to get a nap in tomorrow? You going to be able to go the whole distance tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm going to try to get two workouts in. If I can. <laughs> have the energy level flowing, and I'm going to be uh, my metabolism is going to be jumping at a high level. So I think I'm going to be ready. All right, workout session. Coach Perry's ready to go. Coach, I uh, enjoy talking hoops with you all year long. I'll, I'll reach out to you, see if we can track you down uh, at Dickey's Arena next week. Uh, when you make that trip to the tournament, see if we can get you on before then. I'll be glad to. Yeah, yeah, take care. Michael Perry joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour number one. Got Mully coming up hour two, and uh, we'll get some softball talk in as well with Shane Winkler. Pirates off to a great start to the season. All that coming up hour two. We wrap up hour one after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? 
CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, quick seg here. Shirley Rhodes got a lineup for ECU and Duke uh, leading off for the Pirates in center field. Jacob Jenkins Coward. Oh, Follow- let me guess. Mike here. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Please let me guess. All right, go. No, go ahead. This guy. It's not even his segment yet, and he's already. Lane Hoover batting second in left field. Jacob uh, Starling, the star man, hitting third. Playing second, Justin Wilcoxon behind the plate again for the Pirates, hitting cleanup. Luke Nowak hitting fifth in right field. Alec Makarevich. Over at third, hitting sixth. Cam Clonch will be the DH today. Hitting seventh for the Pirates. Batting eighth will be Josh Moylan over at first. And Shaq, Joey Barini at short. Pitching for the Pirates, the lefty, Zach Root. Hey, I missed. Where, uh, Nowak's playing. Oh, uh, right. Wow, okay. Did I not say that? I'm, you, you, I, no, you probably did, but I, I was kind of hearing DH without hearing what you said. Yeah, okay. He's uh, He's in the outfield today playing right field and uh interesting to see mully how effective and how long zach root can go against this duke lineup who by the way i understand baylor's not good at all but duke put up two 20 spots on them over the weekend and that would lead you to believe they're not very good but you know but it is it's still baylor baseball i i I don't know it's kind of like uh northwestern is just i mean you would think they would be competitive they typically are at least reasonable I mean, their whole coaching staff walked off this week, except for, like, the two guys left are the head coach and the volley. What do you mean, walked off? Quit. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but, um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's it's who knows yikes uh before we take a break we'll run down the college basketball slate for tonight great slate of games involving top 25 teams including marquette on the road at butler at 6 30 virginia has lost a couple in a row now uh they will host the clemson tigers at seven o'clock indiana number 15 in the country will welcome in iowa it'll be texas tech at number three kansas arkansas tough as nails on the road at tennessee san diego state at boise state at nine also texas a&m on the road at Ole miss at nine o'clock on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by da buck da buck all right duke uh in their black unis uh will take the field east carolina will hit first we'll talk pirate baseball and more with mully as we open up hour two of pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. Brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Cliff Brock and the Mully Man, Mike Mullis, joining us in the studio. And 
We were commenting during the break. We're watching East Carolina and Duke. Two outs in the top of the first inning. Nobody on for ECU as Jacob Starling bats. Um, they have, I guess, one camera going for this game at uh, DBAP. And they'll zoom in. They'll try to find the ball, but that's all you get. Uh, you got one camera shot way behind the plate, zoomed out. Uh, and Mully uh, and Chandler was in here. You were saying uh, how we, we take for granted and really don't realize all that goes into the production for an ESPN Plus broadcast at East Carolina Games. Chandler, you were talking about that yesterday when we were watching it with Moylan. Uh, the camera shots, the, they have a director saying camera three, camera one, and it's a beautiful HD and it's it's high class. It's professional. Yeah, you know, last year, the one that stands out of my mind was uh, when we went to Georgia Southern. And the broadcast was just, and it was like, yeah, you know, and bless them for trying, but it was like students that were doing the broadcast. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a, uh, an amenity that we get at Clark LeClaire stadium that as a matter of fact, I would be, I would be very curious if there'll be replay in this game. I would think there probably won't be. Uh, I think that that's probably why we have the camera system we have was to comply with the ability to have instant replay. Oh, yeah. Because if I remember correctly, we were the first in the conference to have that. Because there used to be a discussion on, uh, is it mandated now for everyone? Because I, there used to be a discussion where we'd go travel and play teams and they'd be like, oh, well, there's no replay because yeah. they don't, they can't do it. I, I, I mean, I can't imagine that th- th- there's no replay off of this angle. Now, he got into one. Uh, there's no replay off this angle or off this camera work, but I don't. So I don't know if it's mandated. Maybe it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I will say the guy's doing it, or the the gal, the person, the camera person, Molly is doing a good job of locating the ball and zooming in once it's hit. I'll give him credit for that. Uh, Pirates go down scoreless in the top of the first inning. Duke will bat in the bottom of the first in Durham. What a weekend for the Pirates, Mully. Two games, uh, two stadiums, and they won them the same way. Uh, Big innings. It was the bottom of the eighth on Friday. It was the top of the seventh on Sunday. They got to the North Carolina bullpen, and bats came alive. ECU's pitching did enough to keep them in it to those points in the game, and Pirates get two wins. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, they did do it the same way both games, and I don't even mean scoring late the way they did against the bullpen. I mean by having really tough at bats, uh, it kind of kind of winning ugly. I mean, it, you know, and, and I say ugly is a little bit of a strong term, but uh, just just really good competitive at bats, extending their opportunities and making the most of them. So I mean, yeah, it, what a great win and or a great couple wins, and you know, a really solid solid weekend. And if nothing else. Uh, as it re, you know, as it pertains to the in-state recruiting battle, I mean, right now they can say they've won the series over Carolina with one game left. Yeah, I mean, you look at the rankings. If those matter to you, they're ahead of North Carolina in the rankings, obviously. But also, what happened on the field on the diamond? The Pirates took two. You think they get that third one in at some point, Mullen? Oh or? yeah, I, I mean, I think both teams would like to. I think it just probably depends on uh, on you know uh, rainouts and conference situations and how it all shakes out down the line. Uh, a lot to be happy about. Concerned at all with the lack of hitting against the top end pitching, or is hey sometimes you got to tip your cat to the opponent and say hey you had a you were better than us that day. Well, think about the arms you've seen in the last three games uh, between Campbell and the Carolinas, the two Carolina games. Man, Campbell rolled some guys out there that are elite velocity guys. 
the first guy that threw for Carolina, uh, the starter, he's like a fifth-year guy, fourth-year guy. He's been around. He knows how to pitch. He doesn't overwhelm you with velocity, but he had an absolute big league changeup. More than said, he was putting it wherever he, he wanted threw it exactly to. where he wanted. Yeah. And and you know, so uh, kind of interesting. I, I I was standing there talking to a, a guy that's pretty tied in, and I'm like, man, it, you know, it doesn't look like much. And and so he went over and talked to the the, the analytics guy for Carolina, and his vert was really good, which meant it was not a rising fastball, but it was holding plane. So it, it kind of changes your perception of where that fastball is going to end up. And so anyway, it was something that apparently um, he had really spent a lot of time in the offseason working on. But, man, he was really, really good. So, I, I mean, I think – and I had somebody else ask me that today, that, 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 you know, would I be concerned about that? And they're just beating the bullpen. Look, man, Carolina's going to roll some really good bullpen arms too. They, You know, it's not like all of a sudden Carolina has, you know, crappy guys on the back end. If you look back at what what you know what the Pirates did against bad pitching, which would be what they saw the first weekend, yeah. you know, other than their Friday night guy, you know, and everybody's Friday night guy is going to be good, and quite frankly, that that's going to be a lot of what East Carolina is going to have to do is wait that guy out, stay in the game, get to the bullpen, and, and beat the pin. Yeah, uh, credit to Trey Savage for doing that on Friday, Molly. Is I, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I I'll tell you what, that's the best I've seen that young man. He was. He was able to pitch off his fastball, which meant he didn't have to throw the breaking ball in the dirt as much. I mean, he, I, I thought he was outstanding. And the uh, bullpen for ECU came up in a huge way on Friday and uh, Saturday in some cases too. And then they were kind of doing it in different ways, Molly. You saw the young guy, Root, who's on the mound right now for ECU, gave up a single in the first at bat, might get a double play here. Not They're going to get one, a forced play at second, so one out for Duke in the bottom of the first. But Root came in. He was electric in his first appearance against George Washington, came in against North Carolina, and the error kind of got to him there. And we talked about that with Jacob Jenkins Coward yesterday, said he lost it in the lights, one of those things. But um, that kind of got him off. Then there was a, a hit. Anyway, he's able to get out of it. That's big for him to grow, right, and Look, have man, that experience. I, I, I think you, what you saw was a dude that was dealing – then all of a sudden he has an opportunity for the second out of the inning. The freshman came out in him. So you got to think, not only does he have a drop fly ball, he's at home, he's playing Carolina, and he's in front of 5,000 people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so he probably went into let me just strike everybody out kind of mode like he could do in high school until all of a sudden he goes, wait a minute, let me, let, you know, let's go back to pitching, stay with our plan. And I, I got to say, I, I really commend uh, the coaching staff and you know obviously Cliff's not uh, shy about making a trip but I I thought it said an awful lot about what they think about him uh, and and what they look forward to him in the future and and obviously him getting you know him getting a midweek start this early in the season against an ACC opponent uh, again I think just speaks volumes for where they think this kid can go you talked about him in the offseason and he looks like he is here to stay uh, especially getting the start here today a guy that I didn't talk uh, or hear a lot about in the offseason, Mully, was uh, brought the uh, VMI transfer. Yeah, the transfer. He's a velocity guy. He uh, he's what you want on the mound. He's kind of the bulldog guy on the mound and uh, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of emotion and apparently some really good stuff, too. 
I'll tell you what I see in him is he's this year's Terwilliger. He's that guy that, you know, now the, the problem with that is that we saw that, you know, sometimes that can be really fun to watch and electric. Sometimes it can blow up on you a little mm-hmm. bit. And I think a lot of that goes with the emotion of those situations and uh, maybe getting a little too amped, trying to do too much. But, man, uh, he's got a great arm. His arm really doesn't match his body. You know, he's not a big, long and lean guy. He's, you know, kind of a, a he is built like a bulldog. and uh, But he'll come out and go right at you. Root in a little trouble here, issuing a walk. So two on, one out in the bottom of the first. No score between the Pirates and Blue Devils. Carter Spivey, uh, unable to start on Friday, was good enough to go on Sunday. Mully, he got that pop-up bunt uh, and then a couple of flyouts to end the game. Or no, a flyout and a ground out to Amac, who played some stellar third base to end the game on Sunday. So good to see Spivey out there. Yeah, no, I, and I was, I, you know, I, I think Cliff earlier in the weekend had said he, you know, Spivey would not throw. So uh, good, yeah, really good to see him out there. And you know, again, your your experienced guy coming out of the pen in that type of situation and having some success. And um, you know, that's that's the kind of things you build on. How you like the field this weekend, Mully? Long Beach State. It's cool to see them. I always think uh, back to the '90s. Wichita State, Long Beach State, those teams yep. in the College World Series. Uh, Georgetown, Indiana, that's the field. We always get a Big Ten team in here, Indiana, this year. That's the field for the LeClaire Classic. What do you think about the uh, matchups there? Indiana, Georgetown, and basketball about 20 years ago would have been really <laughs> interesting. I, you know, that's funny, Clip, you asked that. Like, you go, well, man, Long Beach State's kind of a sexy name. Um Georgetown. Is, I got to be honest. I didn't know they had a team. I I, I don't know how long they've had a team. I, I, and I'm serious when I say that. I don't know if they've kind of gotten started started back recently. I know they had done away with it at one point. Uh, in Indiana, I, I I know very little to nothing about any of them, other than I'm sure that uh, you know Cliff knows, and when he scheduled it, there that he you know he likes to bring competitive teams in. So. Uh, you know, look, it, it, it should be um, it should be a good environment and, and a lot of fun. The Hoyas, by the way, uh, won a series against the Blue Hose of Presbyterian, won a slugfest against Navy, 18-10. to 10. Uh, They beat UNCW 11-0 and then lost to them 9-3. to 3. Wow. So they played uh, Wilmington. So off to a 6-2 and two start on the some, Hoyas. Played some good competition. So, I, again, I – I, uh, you know, Cliff's going to have good teams in that thing, and I, I mean, it's it's just always a fun weekend, and um, so it should be really cool. I, I understand there might be a, um, like a special hat that's going to come out, so I don't, you know, I think that'll be a cool thing. You'll just have to wait and see. Are they going to do my idea? I don't know what your idea is. The tw- they're not going to do my idea. I don't know. If they do, I, I mean, it would be awesome if it's properly executed. But it's probably not that. All right, um, Molly Pace. Uh, we've it's been a topic here in college baseball. We haven't talked about it in spring training. The circus, uh, play the circus music. You got the Braves being clocked off, Molly. What do you think? <laughs> You're already scoffing. Uh, uh, <laughs> Look, you want more inner like fun things to happen on the field. Who, who? What's more electric than a clock counting down and? Fans going five, four, three. <laughs> you don't like it, uh, man. I, no, I, I. When they, when he, I don't, what do you call balk that guy? What I don't know. What, how do you even score that? I, you know, I yeah, guess it's no, a yeah. shot. You know, pitch clock PCV, pitch clock violation. And if know. it's the pitcher's um, error, uh, isn't an error? Does the batter get an RBI if this base is loaded? Like, well, do you get that, that, that for? see what the way I took that situation is the uh, the hitter. 
thought that the pitcher had violated the shot clock. Stepped oh, out he of the, started running. Stepped out of the batter's box, and he calls him out for stepping out of the batter's box. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. That's a little ridiculous. I mean, it. it I, I, I Brian even, Snicker said after, he was like, I don't think this is what it was intended to be. Well, we I, just saw. I even took it from the umpire's kind of snarky look that he, he even was like, Watch this. Now, it's a spring training game. They weren't going to go extras anyway. Mm. Uh, you know, but of course, that would have been a walk-off. I don't know if it was the home half. But right. um, but anyway, I yeah, man, I, I never in my life did I, did, did I think I would see that and a uh, pizza boxes for bases and, uh, you know, a runner on second base and extra innings. And, I mean, just where does it go from there? Uh, you can only look over twice, and, you know, you can only pick twice to first base, and then you've got to go to the plate. I, Batter can call time once per A-B, I befo- believe. Before the 10-second mark. <laughs> so, after that, you're You're, you're, you're stuck. In. Okay. So, I mean, I, I don't, man. I don't know. It's I, – yeah, I, I guess – you're I, just getting further and further away. I mean, I want to say, baseball. I want to say, all right, I get it, but I don't get it. Like I, this, these are, these are some some pretty drastic changes. When you're talking about, you can't pick but twice. So the anticipation will be, all right, you pick once, and then you, I guess you don't pick again because obviously, if you thought enough to pick, and you pick a second time, now you're telling the guy, I can't do it again. Yeah, can, but so, but off. so, can you? So if he early breaks, can you step off? That's what you would teach, like first and third runner at first breaks. You would step off, but then if he steps off, is he in violation of the pitch clock? Can he run, physically run over there and tag him? He right. can't throw it, so but he could step off and throw it to second base. He could throw it to that base. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, will, the, will will we see a, a catcher or a position player be called for a delay a game for not returning the baseball in a timely manner? man you see what i'm saying like yeah. you know what i mean ball, ball gets hit and they just kind of toss it around and maybe we're over complicating yeah one down in the bottom of the uh, top of the second for ecu as they bat against duke here in durham talking to molly as uh fun time of the year though molly oh it is excited about that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No, i mean you know the guys at pit got it rolling and um, yeah, no, it's again, we get so spoiled, and I say this every year we're so spoiled in East North Carolina with the quality of baseball, and um, you know, the fact that we, you know, we we get to see really good baseball and our teams go you know deep into the postseason. And um, so, I mean, it, it but it is it is a fun time, and Little League, I guess, Little League registration and tryouts are coming up, and you know, that probably uh, ushers in the 40 degree days, right. you know, just in time for the little little guys to get out there. But I mean, if you got practice today, it's 80 degrees outside. Last day of February, man, you're still in one. It is gorgeous, no doubt about it. Mully, uh, let's see. I'm getting ready to fill out a bracket. You watch any? You watching any college hoops now that baseball's around? You all baseball? No, no, no. I, I mean, as far as March Madness and the tournaments, yeah. and I'll go, yeah, 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 I'll watch that. I mean, I, that's it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's good stuff. We got a conference tournament began actually last night, so we're getting into that. We'll have the smaller conferences uh, championships coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always fun. It's uh, I don't know if it's nostalgia. It just, it, I don't know, it reminds me of my dad let me get out of school early well, to go see, watch the tournament. I, I was just so. here to ask you if you're if you're, you're probably right on the fringe but I remember, you know, growing up in Charlotte, the ACC tournament, man, that that Friday at lunchtime when the first game tipped, the world stopped. 
and I can remember having a principal that would broadcast it over the PA. Oh, wow. and we would have multiple classroom, multiple classes go to one classroom with with a TV on a cart. You know, somebody I remember that wheels yeah. in the cart, and you sit and watch it. And it's, I mean, it was a big deal. It was a, uh, it was a day you did not want to miss at school unless you had <laughs> tickets. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I was kind of maybe on the tail end of that, but I do remember those days, ACC tournament and even NCAA tournament, watching uh, some of those in a classroom. NCAA would have had to have been if if there was a ACC Carolina, team playing, Duke, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, and uh, state actually the highest ranked team in the state this year. Well, yeah, well, I mean, are they the only ranked team? Uh, and I don't even think they're ranked anymore. Yeah, I, it's so I know I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about uh, teams in the top twenty-five in the ACC, and there were two: Miami and Virginia. That's it, and I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, and last week I had this stat that I saw: the team with the most wins in the state of North Carolina this year, and it took Shirley and Chandler a long time to get there. No fault of their own; they had to go all the way out. Is that a catch? That Holly? is a catch. Beautiful catch on the uh, the tarp. What do you call that? Tarp, tarp uh, roll, tarp roll, uh, by the Duke third baseman to get out of the second inning, top of the second. Um, That'd be a good name at a sushi joint. Hey, let me have the tarp roll. What do you put in that? I don't know. We'd tarpon? To, is that a thing? Could, could be know. tarpon is a fish. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could. Yeah, I don't know. I'll take the tarp roll. Uh, UNC Asheville had the most win, have the most wins in the state of North Carolina this year. Stats to consider. Look at Chandler doing his job. I would have never. Yeah, we could have sat here all day. Yeah. And I would have. Yeah. And uh, are they going to win their conference? Uh, they regular season, but you know, which that didn't mean anything. That didn't mean anything at all. Last bracketology I saw had UNC Asheville as a 15 seed in the NCAA tournament. So, looking forward to some brackets. Congratulations on the great year! You get a 15 seed. That's the way it goes. Uh-huh. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, enjoyed it. Big good. dog, good to see you. Go Why you got your sleeves rolled up? Wait, you got a cut-off shirt? It's, it's a cut-off shirt. It's very hot in here. This guy, that, now that is true. Hey, hey. I cut the air on. Hey, sun's out. Guns out. <laughs> sun's out, guns he out, He looks baby. like uh, Biff Pogey, the new, <laughs> the new head coach. No, at, that's a good call. I, Biff dog. Yeah. Hey, in salute to Chandler, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? He looks like Biff Pogey. What a touching trip! The consummate echo. To I just walked downtown and uh, did a photo shoot with LV at a at a, or a video shoot rather. <laughs> photo at, shoot at uh, Chico's for their fortieth oh, anniversary wow. coming so, up. Also, uh, a little hot downtown. A little hot, hot one today. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk some ECU softball. Great start to the season by Shane Winkler and his team. We'll uh, talk to Coach Wink when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Grab your amigos and join Chico's for their 40th anniversary party on Saturday, March 11th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. There will be live music and entertainment from Purple School Bus and DJ Dog in the Chico's parking lot. It's the biggest fiesta of the year, and it's free. 
Make your plans now to be at Chico's on Saturday, March 11th, starting at 1 p.m. Congratulations to Chico's on 40 years in business. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Awesome uh, stuff there. 40, 40 years, years in business. Uh, there's some uh, Dan Snyder news going on. I saw a thread from Pat McAfee today. It's about to be thrown under the jail. No, nothing's going to happen to him. But I think Washington is trying to put out a distraction. Because this sounds like fake news. These sound like fake people. I just saw the commanders tweeted out that they have signed linebacker Milo Efler and cornerback Rashad Wild Goose to one-year extensions. Those there's, people were generated by Madden. Yeah, there's no way those are real people. That's what happens when you don't import your draft class on Madden. You get Edward Ever Goose or whatever. That Milo <laughs> and Wild Goose. Remember Milo and Otis? Yes. Do you? Yeah. I do. I rock with some Milo and Otis. I know. That's a good movie. Was so it Two Dogs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a dog named Otis. Big Dog, welcome in. What's up, man? I love the sleeveless look. I think we should do sleeveless Fridays. I feel like I've I've wanted I've brought that up before. I like it in the summer. I tell you what, I'm uh I was looking in my closet today and saw her Hawaiian shirt and almost went with it. But we gotta do some Hawaiian shirt Fridays. We gotta yes. do some sleeveless Thursdays. Absolutely. Sun's out, guns out, like Molly, Molly said. The the Hawaiian shirt deal that we had going on either last year or a couple years ago was fun. Yeah. It just kind of brightens your day when you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's nice and warm outside. You got the Hawaiian on. Everything's real breezy. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Duke's got two on in the bottom of the second. I don't know how many outs there are, and I don't know the count. I, and I guess we're still knotted up at zero. This camera angle is now the talk of the Pirate Nation, as I'm seeing on Twitter and, and other places. That group gets a strikeout there. One camera angle, no pitch count no no, no graphics, anything no score bug no nothing no nothing bare bones all right let's uh head out to the pirate radio live line and talk some pirate softball they'll be in action coming up wednesday on the road at home this weekend and shane winkler has the team off to a great start this year we'll talk about it now coach winkler appreciate your time how you doing today absolutely doing great getting ready for practice so great weather can't complain yeah beautiful day here in greenville north carolina and a great start to the season for your softball team sitting at 12 and 3 after a few weekends of softball and got a uh, big home date uh, coming up this weekend with the pirate invitational before that a road trip to elon for a midweek clash coming up on wednesday so uh coach 12 and 3 uh you got to be pretty pleased with the way your team's played uh, so far this season yeah, happy with the start. We knew going into the season that the way the schedule was set up, that if we played well the first month, we'd have an opportunity to get off to a good start. And we've we've done that. We played winning softball. But the exciting thing is we're only scratching the surface. We're not playing our best ball, and we know that. And it's uh, there's a lot of w- ways that we can grow, and we're going to have to because the schedule gets tough coming up starting this weekend. How difficult was it to start with back-to-back weekends on the road? So you're playing – well, what, you know, 10 games uh, before you finally get a home game uh, at Joiner Field, uh, Joiner Stadium. So you're away from uh, home, you're away from your own beds, your own surroundings, uh, but you have a good record through those uh, first two road weekends. How difficult was that? You know, we, you know, going in, you have to win on the road. So we, we wanted to test ourselves and get away from home for a couple weekends. Uh, for the players, it's a little tougher because uh, they, they may miss a little bit of class and 
uh, obviously not staying in their own bed. For staff, it may be a little easier because home tournaments are, 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 are a lot of work. Uh, so we got the first two weekends where it's just get up out of the hotel and are you worrying about softball? Uh, when you're at home, now, now you're mixing in, leaving class on a Friday. So there's a lot more involved with the home tournament. Uh, but we, we got off to a great start, and that was key. Again, if, if you're going to compete in this league and have a dream of going to the NCAA tournament, you're going to have to win on the road. The conference tournament's on the road. So we, we did that pretty well the first two weekends. Uh, but now, we, uh, other than a couple midweeks, we, we get a home stretch over the next month that we're excited about. And a great uh, weekend at home this past weekend. And uh, some individual honors for one of your pitchers, Addie Bullis, uh, named AAC Pitcher of the Week uh, for her individual efforts. Coach, uh, tell us about her week and uh, how she's performed on the mound so far. You know, not even just this week. She was uh, made the honor roll for basically honorable mention for uh, Pitcher of the Week the first weekend of the season. So she got off to a hot start. And we knew if she was healthy – that we can rely on her. And last year she battled through injuries, and she's not quite 100%, but she's pretty darn close and has had a lot of success. I mean, from day one until this past weekend, she had a stretch of 30-plus innings without giving up an earned run uh, and just been throwing the ball really well, being able to locate both sides of the plate a little better uh, with her command, changing speeds really well. So we've relied on her a lot. Uh, and we're, we're going to continue to, but we'll, we'll monitor how she's doing health-wise, but so far so good. But uh, we've got her, and then Jordan Hash has been throwing really well also, got an ERA uh, just over one and a half. So both of them is, have set the tone for us, uh, and we just got to continue to find times for our other three to – to get some innings because we know we're going to need them as we go through a, a complete conference season. And uh, getting some run support uh, over uh, last weekend outside of the shutout loss to Bucknell, your team scores 6, 5, 8, and 3, and uh, you want to see those those run totals up there. So uh, if you're scoring, say, 5, 6 a game, Coach, uh, you should be able to win a lot of those games, right? Is that is that the way you think? Yes, especially with the way we've been we've been pitching it. Uh, but the, the thing is, we, we know we need to continue to get better offensively. We've got some, some key hits, uh, but we're going to continue to work this week and throughout the next few weeks. I'm being a little more explosive, uh, ho- hopefully putting up a little more extra base hits, and we're going to need those when, when we're facing some of the better pitching that, that we're going to see in, in non-conference play. we got a lot of Power 5 opponents coming up, and then uh, our, our conference is, is a battle every single weekend. So, we're going to continue to try to get better on the offensive end. We've been fortunate with, with some games on how we, we've gotten some runs and some taking advantage of some mis- mistakes, but and we want to make sure that we're always putting our, our best approach forward offensively. And uh, we got some hitters that aren't exactly where they want to be, so make sure that they don't get frustrated and, and continue to go through the process. Uh, but, it, again, we're, we're playing winning softball right now and, and knowing that it's not our best and we're going to continue to get better, that's that's an exciting uh, place to be. We were watching uh, the game on Friday while doing the show, Coach, and uh, during that time we saw a web gym out in left field and uh, a mistake as well in the field. So you want to play good, clean softball. How about, you know, fundamentally defense right now? Where do you, you think your team is? You know, defensively we've been doing really well. I mean, you look at our fielding percentage, it's, it's probably up there with some of the best in the country. Uh, and a lot of that goes to – Addie Bullis and Jordan Hatch in the circle have, have thrown a majority of our innings and they have been fly ball pitchers. And that's, that's obviously a lot easier to, uh, to handle from a defensive standpoint, which we've done a good job with. Uh, so we, again, we know we're going to have to continue to get, to get better there. Uh, we're only, 
probably two weekends then of being full strength defensively since we got Jocelyn Alonzo back at shortstop. Uh, she didn't get to practice there at all in the fall and barely did in January. So we're still getting to full strength defensively, and it's been nice to see uh, kind of a full complement of what we have available. Talking to Shane Winkler, head softball coach at East Carolina and coach a midweek date with Elon. No midweek the following week. You got Notre Dame coming in here on a Thursday, March 16th at 5 o'clock. That'll be a big one. And then uh, looking down the schedule at UNCW midweek, North Carolina midweek. So with the way the, these midweeks work, uh, coach, you you play all those games Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This week, uh, for example, no game Monday, Tuesday and no game on Thursday. So what, what are those days spent doing? How much uh, is it practice? How much recovery? How do you handle uh, the week when you do have a game during the midweek? You know, we we got to make sure, especially early in the season here, that we're letting the girls recover as much as possible. Uh, next week being spring break, I mean, we've, we've got six games this week, so we've got to make sure that they have the ability to recover. Uh, we, we try not to overload the midweeks during – the non-conference portion of the schedule because you are you're playing four or five games in a weekend and that gets to be taxing especially on our arms uh and it, it beats beats the girls up a little bit so we we try as much as possible to not overdo it with the midweeks early on we got one uh tomorrow that's that's going to be key facing a tough elon team but uh we, we pick and choose when, when we're going to throw in the midweeks uh it, it's nice as we get into conference play some of the tests we'll have midweek wise because now you're only going through uh, three games in a weekend. It's kind of similar to uh, the the baseball schedule. Where you get a midweek and then three days over the weekend, which which is a little more comfortable, and we don't have to beat up on our on our arms as much. Um, but it's it's nice right now that we can find a time that we can recover and and try to be at full strength. Shane Winkler joining us, Coach. Uh, when it comes to baseball, and I've seen both with, with ECU and now watching some spring training at the major league level, the, the pace of play, a major emphasis, and they are playing at warp speed right now. It's almost a different game. Uh, pace has never, uh, I don't think, been an issue with softball, but any, uh, any rule changes, any differences you're getting used to here uh, to, to start this 2023 season? It, it, on the softball side, there isn't, and that's one of the things that has really drawn people to softball yeah. in the past, how quick the game is. and uh, So I, I don't think we're going to be losing fans uh, since baseball is going to be speeding up a little bit, uh, but it, that's that's what makes our game so exciting, and I, I'm looking forward to it being a baseball fan myself and uh, how, how these games have been played out. There's going to be a lot to get used to on the baseball side, uh, but it's, it's exciting. It changes scary, but uh, we, we've been fortunate that uh, we haven't had any major changes uh, from a rule standpoint recently, but uh, lo- love the way the game is right now. It's, it's never been more popular with fans. Uh, the TV ratings are, are outstanding. I mean, you, you see games all over ESPN and Flow Sports uh, all the time now. So, I mean, there's, there's plenty of games turn around six, seven days a week to see, and it's, it is. It's, it's an exciting game, and uh, I've always thought baseball's the same way, and uh, it's speeding up a little bit. I think it's going to help out with the fans as well. Yeah, speaking of viewing opportunities, uh, the Elon game on Wednesday on the road will be available on Flow Softball. And then coming up this weekend, you can check out ecupirates.com. The finale Sunday at 1230 against Maryland uh, will be on ESPN+. Plus, but you'll have an opportunity to go out and see the Pirates this weekend as they take on Monmouth, Maryland, and St. Joe's. How about this group of teams uh, you got coming in for the Pirate Invitational this weekend, Coach? Uh, how about the competition coming up? 
Yeah, big, big test. Uh, St. Joe's is a team that our staff is familiar with since we spent time in the Atlantic 10. And I mean, they're predicted second in their conference this year. So they, they've got a really solid team. Monmouth, historically uh, really good in their conference. Uh, they, they've, they've moved up conferences and, and they're testing themselves a little bit. But Maryland's a team that, uh, depending on what poll you look at, has been in and out of the top 25. They've beaten a couple top 10 teams. So we're going we're gonna to get tested. Maryland's one that we get to see twice. Uh, over the weekend, and uh, that, that's the type of games that, if we're gonna again have regionals in our in our expectations and in our plans in the future, we're, we're gonna have to compete with, and not only compete with, but find a way to to win games like that. So this is the type of weekend that the girls are excited about uh, getting a Big Ten team on our field, and we, we've got a lot of opportunities like that coming up with Power Fives coming into our place. Shane Winkler joining us, coach. Looking at the stats, uh, four players right now hitting. Over 300, uh, you've got multiple players with uh, six, uh, seven, or more RBIs. I see the strikeout-to-walk ratio is, is even at this point, 40-40. Uh, to 40. So when you, you look at the stats, what are important to you when you, you look at a stat sheet when it comes to your players? What are you focusing on? Well, even deeper than the stat sheet, we're looking at kind of quality at bats, uh, what we're getting out of our bats. Uh, well-hit balls is a big part of it. I mean, we got our speed at the top of the lineup with Audrey Asini, who – we need her locating on where she's putting the ball. And, and after that, we're looking at well-hit balls uh, and, and what you're doing with your at-bats. Are we moving runners and uh, getting that key hit? And that's been why we've been so successful the first 15 games. We've, we've gotten that clutch, that key hit. We want to be tough with two strikes, tough with two outs, and making sure that uh, we, we have quality at-bats. Some of those things that may not be seen in the stats. But we've got a couple players, like a Taylor Edwards, who has been hot since her very first at-bat of the season. And, has been producing for us as a mid-year transfer that we're, we're excited about. Uh, but o- overall, it's, it's how aggressive we are at the plate on the bases that we're kind of putting pressure on the opposing team, the way we're swinging, the way we're running. Uh, we've done that pretty well, and we, we think we can continue to get better at it. And we're, again, we're, we're going to need to to compete with some of the top 25 teams we got coming in here and in conference play yeah you mentioned aggression on the base pass through 15 games 16 stolen bases 17 attempts is that a number you like coach you want to see that number keep going up that, that number's got to continue to go up and that means we're we're getting our speed on base uh so so far so good with that but yeah we, we want to definitely average more than more than one a game if we can come close to doubling that uh that'd be good but but again it's, it's the clutch hitting and what we're doing with two outs and finding ways to get runners in so uh, we, we've got a balanced offense with, with some power and some speed, but uh, that, that power number is another one. We've only got three balls that have left the park so far, and we don't judge everything on, on home runs, but we, we'd like to see the doubles and the home runs go up a little more because the speed's going to be there, especially with the top two in the, our lineup uh, and the way, we, the way we run our offense. But uh, all those numbers have the ability to go up, and that's, that's what we're working on. We'll have a big offensive uh, day-to-day within practice, and uh, put some things in, in motion tomorrow against Elon and then get back to work for the weekend. Shane Winkler joining us. Pirates at Elon on Wednesday and then home this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the Pirate Invitational. A lot of home games coming up. A lot of chances for you to see this ECU softball team. Coach Winkler, appreciate you joining us. We'll catch up with you again uh, later on this season and uh, continued success. Uh, you got it off to a great start. Keep up that good work over there. Awesome, Cliff. I appreciate you. And Pirate fans, we look forward to seeing you. we got great weather this weekend, uh, some great opponents, but uh, a lot of fun softball to come. So go Pirates. Shane Winkler joining us. Thanks, Coach. Uh, 12-3 and three start for the ECU softball team. A lot of home games coming up, including 
this weekend they'll be on the road at elon on wednesday take a break come back you're ready to wrap up hour number two of today's show catch you up on ecu duke and uh, look over the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck it's on the way when we return pirate radio live on a tuesday after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Beautiful day. Got some major shadow action going on in durham pirates and devils playing scoreless right now in the top of the fourth ecu has a man on i can't give you a whole lot of details because there's not a lot of information on the screen just a wide camera shot of uh, some baseball players and if there is a check swing and the umpire at home plate checks down to third we won't know the result because we can't see we can't see the first base umpire in this shot but i believe we are scoreless don't know how many outs there are in the fourth inning and uh this is a topic going on right now on the message boards and social media and everywhere i mean it's just disappointing because the broadcasts were great over the weekend which we know the broadcasts are good at here at clark leclerc stadium but carolina's was great the other day uh on this very same network the acc network extra and with this game being in a triple a ballpark uh, I was looking forward to see the broadcast for tonight, and I'm just very disappointed to see that it's one camera shot and literally no graphics, none yeah. at all. So it's just, yeah, it's disappointing. We've got a strikeout and the end of the top of the fourth. So the Pirates go down scoreless. Duke trying to get on the board in the bottom of the fourth as they play in Durham. No score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Uh, let's see. I might get to some uh, some Mike Schwartz in hour three. We'll talk some combine with Bryce Williams coming up in hour three as well. And uh, I have a game plan. Had a game prepared for Chandler and uh, Bryce and Shirley. Shirley's gone, so the big dog will be competing today. Looking forward to that. Uh, the sleeveless one will be joining the game. You couldn't explain what the game was to me earlier. I asked you I what did the game it. was, and you said, well, I really can't tell you anything. I said, you'll be naming things. Sure. <laughs> that's pretty broad. Yeah, man. Uh, but that's that's what it is. I feel like it is something that a, a dad would come up to occupy the kids with on a long trip yeah this is a good example of that but i think this will be fun somewhat interesting and something that will be there's a lot of answers and you guys will be pretty good at it 
and i'm going to keep score i think it's going to come down to the wire i think it's gonna be a good battle between three fine young men three outstanding eastern carolinians yep gentlemen brightest we have that's right glenn uh you have been bulldogging it behind the scenes haven't talked to you on the air lately how you been busy what's going on busy uh give me a, a little mania talk here what are you looking forward to as we are in the midst of wrestlemania season i mean i know you're not into cody like i am but i'm very into cody cody rhodes son of dusty dusty brother of dust dustin gold dust uh yeah man i'm into that i i love the uh coming back and being the conquering hero storyline and him being the guy to take the belt off reigns though uh it did like the the sammy storyline in in the way it did with roman was sad i would have liked a yeah. better ending than that um though i don't think it's the ending um what i like more than actual wrestling is fan- storyline is fantasy booking yeah yeah what happens with cody after he wins i think what i'd rather hear the answer to is what happens to roman after he loses what does he become i think roman goes away for a little while probably takes a vacation he probably deserves it at this point i would say i mean roman works like one week a month he what do you mean he doesn't work often what do you mean by work like he just is not he he's doesn't. not even on the shows yeah he's not on every show huh okay he's kind of become brockish he's kind of a special attraction yeah brock will be there the rock uh not expected to appear at no Rock this year yeah. yeah no rock he's busy doing movie things all right brock and is there doing uh he's wrestling the former ucf usf, U- U- basketball, USF player. basketball player which is a ridiculous statement so yeah I, I don't know i'll watch it um yeah i mean it's a it'll be nothing else will be on that weekend you'll be able to what have, is it in april yeah you have two nights it'll probably Saturday, be sunday yep it'll be you know nothing else will be on it'll be something it'll be something to watch something to do something to do duke batting in the bottom of the fourth inning no score between the pirates and blue devils in durham we'll take a break come back and welcome in bryce williams uh, the combine got underway today we'll look at the combine schedule and let you know when you need to keep an eye on keaton mitchell and cj johnson we'll talk about bryce's combine memories and uh we'll play a little game we'll go pirate radio outdoors we'll make you a winner big hour three on tap as the pirates get a strikeout to begin the bottom of the fourth inning we'll be back with you hour three pirate radio live after this listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back to the program hey pirate nation integrity home mortgage is here if you're looking to purchase a home contact talbot green braxton green and joanne weird today the integrity home mortgage team 
offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service that you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live, hour number three of today's show. Duke got a home run in the bottom of the fourth. They lead East Carolina, I believe, one nothing. Uh, I do like the old school scoreboard at the Durham Bulls Park. Bryce uh, Bryce Williams joining us, by the way. Uh, where they? I saw the light. I was <laughs> baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. They put each score up yeah. by hand. By hand. Sorry. By hand. No, that was good. We introduced him in the show. You hit it. Yeah, Chan yeah. Man running the audience. He's on I it. Think. Johnny on the spot. Yes, yes sir. sir. Whoa. Yeah, me a soda. Uh, Glenn Griffin, a.k.a. The Big Dog. The Big Dog is here. He is on the video production side of things. And Bryce Williams, the hardworking man, is here. Like Christina Aguilera once said, dirty. Dirty. Today. I am. You know, everybody asked me that. You've been getting dirty. Said, well, the bad thing is these shirts are like just permanently um, right dirt. Yeah. They, I wash them, believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. Now all these work shirts are shocked. Basically stains now. But I'm like, I don't want to get a new work shirt because there is, like I was telling everybody, there's no no telling where I'll be. I'll be either changing oil in a tractor in my truck. I'll be under a house. I'll be doing this, that, and the other. It. Well, yeah, you might as well just right keep recycling that. I mean, they're rent. Rent. Yeah, they are rent. I need to wear my green shirt in it. My green shirt and a orange shirt are probably the most rent. 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 So there you go. But I'm gonna keep at it. You know, I, I try. I'd like to look presentable to y'all, but I'm coming right, right out of the field. Ain't no thing, man. You know, Ain't no thing. You look great to our radio audience. Yeah, just it looks like because they probably don't see the stains online, do they? Yeah. Um, Bryce, guess what? The NFL Combine began today. Oh. I believe it, it starts today. I'm trying to figure out the exact schedule. So. Here's what I see right now. Uh, defensive linemen, linebackers, Thursday. Defensive backs, Friday. Quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, Saturday. Running backs, O-linemen, Sunday. Mm. So, with the beginning today, I wonder, do you remember, Bryce, was there like a check-in and oh, uh, yeah. meetings and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Like how, how many days uh, do you remember being uh, up there? I was actually there on my birthday, on my 22nd birthday. Which is when? Was, February um, 24th. We missed a birthday? <laughs> oh, my God. Big we missed a big birthday? <laughs> it was his past Friday. Oh, no. Hey, no words. I'm just a simple man. Bryce, I'm sorry, man. You're good. We owe you a song at least, at the very least. Uh, it, it, you know, you don't have to. We don't have to, but we're going but to. we're going to anyway. Right now, Uh-oh. Chandler, let's go on a one, uh-huh. a two, okay. and a three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bryce. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Man. 
What'd you do for a big three O? Um so well I did two things. The seventeenth, the other Friday, Mary um gave me a little party and all that stuff, a little oyster roast. And um, so did that, and then that's your uh, mother-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. When she gives you a hard time, do you ever say, "Mary, Mary, why you bugging"? <laughs> no, but okay. I, I need to just to mess with. Yeah, do that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But uh, did that the 17th, and then this past Friday went home to Winston, and mom cooked, and then we went off to on Saturday. It's called the playground, but it's like a golf simulator thing. Did that, hung out, had a few drinks, ate, and. Um, you know, just nothing crazy, but it was a good time. Got good. to string it out. Um, still waiting on my birthday gift from Anna. It hasn't came in yet. Mm. I know do you, do you know what it is? No. But, uh, man, do you want to talk about build-up anticipation uh, and everything? Yeah. Wow. All right. But, uh, now I hope it's, it's worth it, right? I, if it's a crappy gift, ain't you get it late? I know. Goodness man, gracious. That's trouble. But, right uh, you know, nothing crazy. So I got to, see, got to spend time with uh, everybody and... All right, well, next question. How did you spend your birthday in Indianapolis all those years ago? Um, I think I arrived arrived on my birthday. I think I did. No, no, I was over there. I think the first person I saw (laughs) when I got there was, um, oh, gosh, Thomas, Michael Thomas. Is that right? The receiver? Receiver. Yeah. Chatted with him, just talked, whatever, did that, and then you just do a bunch of check-in things, and... It was a pretty low-key first day from what I remember. I think we had, like, just met with a lot of people. Um, they pretty much talked to every, um, co- every team there and asked the same questions and regurgitate the same thing every time. Um, and, you know, go about that way. That would have been bad if you were like, it's my birthday, I'm going to go out, hang out with these cool these uh, NFL prospects, and then yeah. the next day you got to go do all that stuff. Right. Like, I made a mistake. Right. I know. <laughs> and so I did that, and I think the net, you know, so nothing crazy, but I was about to go, go on into kind of describing how the process was, but then um, we didn't get to that. We're not that to that point yet, I guess. Oh, you're going to wait for me to... Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Feel free to divulge whatever you'd like. Uh, so I guess the yeah the running everything. So if you are keeping up with C.J. Johnson and Keaton Mitchell from an ECU perspective, uh, Saturday, March fourth, quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, uh, live drills will be taking place, and then Sunday, and that's at one o'clock. Sunday at one o'clock, running backs, O linemen. So I guess that's when we'll see. 40 and all that stuff for those guys yeah i mean each day is when they'll do everything it's all all just a one-day workout um so it'd be cool they should the combine was great i mean it was fun time um nowhere near as stressful as a senior bowl um why is that you get a lot of stuff because it's just you know what you got to do you're not trying to cram a playbook in and oh right do all this other stuff and you've been like practicing for each drill yeah you've been doing that um but they're gonna love the all the free stuff when you get a lot i mean literally like an under armor bag about like this big you still got your stuff yeah i got most of the stuff um you know obviously i got like my jersey stuff and everything i wore wide receiver what yeah, number uh where you, do you remember mm. you were tight in te te i cannot remember no. but um 
get a lot of stuff. And then a lot of things. I wish some of the stuff didn't have the logo on it. Like this, like the Under Armour gear we got, like some these nice quarter zips, but it's got like TE something. It's like I don't like being the guy. Like, oh look, I'm wearing. This. Oh, right. You know, I wish yeah. it was just plain. Um, but she had a lot of stuff. I mean, just packed full. So that part's fun. Um, That's why Bryce is different than a lot of folks. He's he doesn't want the attention. I bet a lot of guys still carry that around that they never really played in the league. Yeah. So they can be like, hey, look, I was at the combine. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, I'm WR three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a bummer that it has that on there. I wish it could like just maybe. I wish it could like a Velcro or like a. And he, I don't know. I wish they gave us two sets: one that had the logo, and one that didn't have the logo, just so I could actually wear it because it is nice stuff. But um, yeah, you get a bunch, you know, get all that stuff. But my dang tights that I wore during the forty, them dang things. Everybody had this problem that year. The way they did their waistbands, I normally did their waistbands. It wouldn't stay on your butt. Oh, and like my mind was like about to slide down. Was pretty much sliding down with like. A few yards to go in the forty and, and all that. The, you got enough ace back so I thought I was plump, you know. I had a, <laughs> I was two sixty. So I don't. I mean, you didn't finish the hit the finish line with crack showing, did you? No, I all was. Right. It was. They they had that issue there with those with those leggings, but um, it was a good time. But if I need to tell, if I could text Keaton and CJ. That's a good one, Bryce. Let me ask the question so it looks like I'm doing a good job. What (laughs) advice would you give those guys, Bryce? (laughs) Well, the funny part, what I was going to say, so the the big thing is the drug test. Oh, man, you got to wake up at the crack of dawn, 5 o'clock in the morning, then have all this long day. Well, I started to analyze this. I said, why in the heck am I going to wake up when they're telling everybody to wake up and then wait in this long line to take the drug test? So I said, you know what? I'm going to wake up about an hour later, sleep in, and guess what I did? I just walked my happy own butt into, right into the testing thing, peed in the cup, and came out. So your idea worked? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't go first thing in the morning, no way. I mean, it's, Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's basic logistics. Yeah. You know, pretty much. I mean, you dug, um, tell everybody, hey, everybody be here at 5 to do this and wait in this long line. Well, I said, you know what? I'm not doing that. Smart man. And, that, and it worked out good because I, I I think I already mentioned, I think it was Corey Gore. And um, he got up real early. And uh, was that right? He was a receiver for. I don't know. Tomorrow on the show, we got Corey Glore. Corey Glore. Which. Uh, Who was Cody Gore? Me. He was a receiver for Ole Miss or something like that. Oh, yeah. You've told, yeah, yeah. told me about that guy. But um, he was my roommate, and obviously he woke up the crack of dawn and waited. And you were like, idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to catch yeah. me some seeds. He snored. My gosh. I had to get earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> Loud. And you stay in train. This still in Indianapolis, right? Yep. They stay in train cars and stuff, so that's pretty cool. You stay in like, the hotel, like you, these train cars. Hmm. It's pretty neat. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so a pleasant experience overall for you, Bryce. Yeah. How about meals and stuff? Was all that covered for you? Yeah, I mean, everything's covered. You really don't do anything except show up on time. Um, pretty much anything's at your disposal. Um, I did it. I really enjoyed the combine. Um, I regret my 40. Everything I practiced, stance and all, I guess went out the window. When I, <laughs> I, uh, when the lights came on. And I was like, that goes because they make you hold for like three seconds and you're thinking about that. And then da 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 da. And I looked at my stance and they sort of replay and I went, dang it. I get so frustrated out at Pro Day. And 
I, I feel bad for the guys because they have trained for it. It's kind of like what you were just saying there, mm-hmm. and they're about to do a drill, and they go to do it, and the scout stops them and oh, says, yeah. "Don't do it like that. Do it like this." And and they're probably right. They they have to do it a certain way. Yeah. But like by that third time, that guy's so frustrated, he's probably not going to have a good time. Oh, now, that, you know? yeah. That's funny to say because the, the Denver's Broncos scout, whatever his name was, I probably literally made me start over on the forty for. I think it was three times. Mm. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What were you doing? I, was, I guess I wasn't holding it for three long enough. Like the stance, you know how they make you hold it. So this is, I was quite frustrated because um, yeah. obviously I wanted to, you know, run a better time. Then I think I still did run a better time than I did at the combine. But still, I'm like, daggum, man, I was running fast on hand time, you know, the, through that whole time after the combine. And he made me start for three times. And I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Bryce Williams joining us. Uh, I feel like we ended on a sour note. We need to end back on a positive <laughs> note now after that. Uh, but speaking of sour notes, Pirates just had the bases juiced. And Jacob Jenkins Coward went down swinging to end mm. the fifth inning. And East Carolina does not have a hit Uh-oh. i believe according to steven igo so um it is one nothing duke in the bottom of the fifth and they're gonna have a runner on first base as they play in durham on the buccaneer musical scoreboard mm-hmm. presented by the buck the buck all right so uh there's your combine information uh coming up we'll keep an eye and keep you on tabs i guess just another thing we'll keep an eye on here at pirate radio this weekend because we got the keith leclerc classic there's basketball Wednesday night, Friday night, and Sunday as the Pirates are playing a makeup game. Mm. Uh, and they'll play that on Friday night against Tulane. We'll talk about that with Corey Glor coming up on tomorrow's show. Got uh, Mason Garcia going to be joining us throughout the spring, Bryce, mm. uh, for spring football. He'll join us for the first time coming up Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Um, you think of stuff that I don't. What's, uh, what's a good question for Mason Garcia? What would you like to know mm. about Mason? Let's see. Football or otherwise? Uh, I mean, I would probably go... I'm thinking football stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I could say you're ready to take the bull by the horns. (laughs) Okay. You know, just how... how, I guess somewhat... How's he feeling? Um, You know, he's been in the same offense for three years and, you know, finally getting the chance to... um, you know, lead the team. Okay. You know, obviously, he's got to still win win the position. Clearly. Pretty pretty general stuff that I was going to get. Yeah, to. pretty much that. <laughs> I guess the next thing could be, um, well, you already know where he's from because the thing. I guess you could say, hey, you could ask him how's he feeling physically. Great question. Do you want to ge- be bigger? Do you want to be lean out? I tell you what, what's man. what's something you're focusing on? I'd like to see you physically. and Mason eye to eye. He is huge. He is a huge man. He is unbelievable. He looks pretty big. The same way with you, but like we took a picture together and I was like looking up at his chin. Yeah, he is a tall fellow. I think I've I've never actually spoken to him, but um, yeah, man, what is he, 6'5? All of it. Six. You can ask him who you think is taller, you or me. (laughs) Okay. You can ask him that because I have combine height. Yeah. I have to the pin. To the what, point. To what's the that pin. mean? To the pin, maybe like I have like exact six six, six five. I'm actually, like six five and. Methodic. Why are you whispering? Whoa. We can still hear you on the microphone. I don't know because I, I guess I was. Hesitant. What was your? What? Hey, come on. Six, six five and a half. 
Uh, what was your me- measurements again? Like just a few of them. I think Not I was six five and was it five eighths? I think I was taller than six five and a half. Just don't look at the forty time. We just did not discuss that. Let's see if we got deets. If they put anything up here. First of all, we got to get a better picture of you up there on NFL.com. Blur. All right. Well, they got me at six six. You know what? I'm six six. Six six two fifty seven. His hands are nine and five eighths mm-hmm. inches. Your arms thirty three and five eighths inches. Uh, you ranked eighth, eighth among tight ends. Production score. That's not bad. I don't know what's that. I wonder what that's out of. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Well, you were fourteenth athleticism, Bryce. Oh, geez. You're a little too white. I know. Total score fourteenth. Yeah, don't read that's, that. That's, that's bogus, horrible. dude. That's bull crap. You know what? Uh, how about a 29 and a half vert? That's better. I've, see, I've improved all these. <laughs> you're better now? Well, I guess you're, no, you're since, in your prime. Since the... Um, you mean like pro day or whatever? I did another combine in Tampa, and that got up to 34, and then that was like a 478-ish. Hmm. And my broad jump got up to uh, 910, I think it was. Oh, wow. You improved a lot so on I that improved. one, man. I improved. You know what's interesting, Bryce? We did a pirate radio combine. You ever seen this stuff? I might have showed you before. I don't know. Two thousand eight. Dang. I can tell. I can. Um, so I had a five-five broad jump. There we go. You had a nine. <laughs> you jumped like almost half a yeah. Like <laughs> good grief! You were nine-three and you said nine-ten. Yeah. All right. Let's check out my vert. I was a big nineteen. There we go. And you had 29. So you had uh, 10 inches <laughs> on me, about a foot. Uh, let's see. I got. I know I have my 40 time up here. Uh, 6.12. Nice. Don't read that one. Well, we need to go with the updated one. <laughs> Look, it starts with a four. That's good. Four. That's fine. We'll just say four. We'll call them a four. And uh, I don't know if we did any other. I did three reps of 100 pounds out of a bench press. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Does it have your uh oh yeah, nineteen. Yeah, I got two taken away. And what from are you me. lifting? How much? Two twenty five. What they, do you mean you got two taken away from you? They take he they get this it's funny, the strength coach that I had with the Rams, he was the guy who counts and he took I think it was I I think it was at least two reps from me. Like if you're like if you're bouncing or your butt comes off and Oh, okay. Around. Yeah. Let's look at your bio. And tell us what you did. Um as a fullback in the Pirates offense as a sophomore and junior, William used his 6'6", 250-pound frame to its fullest in the red zone, four touchdowns, outleaping smaller defensive backs to <laughs> attack the ball in the air. As a senior, Williams has been used more regularly as an all-around receiving threat, finishing second on the team with 58 receptions. All right, so. Hey, in the past three years, he hasn't looked like a walk-on. There That's for go. sure. He was a stud out there, folks. Analysis. Mm. Uh, should we read this? Thirty. Uh, he has the tools and field stretching potential. <laughs> offensive coordinators are looking for Williams. Won't be every team's cup cup of tight end coffee. What the hell is that? That's him. But for teams looking for a matchup tight end, he will be intriguing. Do you remember mm. Gavin Escobar? Oh, that's your comparison. There, my comparison. Gavin Escobar. He was a cowboy. I remember mm-hmm. strengths. I want to look at your weaknesses. 
can we go through these yeah i don't care. all right let's let's go through your weaknesses bryce <laughs> more straight line speed than fluid movement along his routes that's not terrible i mean gives away direction of his patterns with early head turns uh-oh wow okay they always say get your head around dang it still running raw sloppy routes god this is getting worse and worse <laughs> raw sloppy <laughs> great How about this guy this is good for bryce just out running in space at times. He's just out there running around on the <laughs> field. Like, I, I, <laughs> like, like chasing butterflies. Doesn't run out. Uh-oh. There's a lot of guys running around the bases. Oh. I think we call that a grand slam in the business. Yikes. Not going good for ECU right now. Uh, sometimes doesn't come on the field for extra points. I should put that one in there. <laughs> Gets caught drifting at top crossing routes, allowing safeties to squeeze them. Boy, that's some like inside football stuff. I don't yeah. even know what it means yeah. there. Needs to play with consistent play, play speed. speed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Finesse positional run blocker, relying on overall size over assertiveness and desire. Ooh, and desiring grit. Where's the grit, Bryce? Daggummit, where is it? <laughs> I mean, man. I know. As a move blocker, Duck's head into block absorbs more contact than he doles out. Those are your weaknesses, Bryce, Jeez. as a player. They hit you at it. But you got a ton of strengths, too. There we go. But I'm not going to read those. Uh, look, look. <laughs> what you like? <laughs> Even without having dog in him as a blocker, you don't got that dog in you, man. <laughs> When they uh, at the combine, they took an X-ray. He did not have a dog. In no, it. there wasn't. <laughs> uh man, you adjust the scrambling quarterbacks by freeing yourself. See, and becoming a moving target. Over here, it says just running in space at times, and as a strength, it says getting open for your scrambler. Which one is it, Scout Man? I know. Who's writing these? Yeah, come on. Goodness gracious! Sounds like a strength to me. Quick first five strides off the there uh, we line go. it's what's bad is that first initial and i love this as a pass catcher bryce high point catcher mm. excellent ball tracking concentration downfield man you're a tough son bitch it says you can take the lick in the middle of the field you're willing to so you do got some grit in you a little bit of dog so who knows yeah all right. Well, you're not everybody's cup of tea, cup of coffee, bro. But you're my coffee. cup of coffee. There I can we tell go. You that. Hey, I'm Rod. Who matters? <laughs> you know. Uh, next week we're gonna have your strengths and weaknesses as a radio analyst, and uh, we're gonna make a list. Sometimes he's just out there in left field during the show. Yeah. We don't know what he's thinking about. All right, let's take a break. When we return, I got another game planned, and this one y'all are gonna. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be a good battle. It should be, it's going to be easy to come up with answers. It's just a matter of who can come up with the most. So we'll do that when we return. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors and we'll make you a winner. We got a giveaway for you. More to go, Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Quality equipment is your full-service John 
deer dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. My mistake. Wednesday for our... um, morning listeners good morning to you folks listening to the encore but we are tuesday uh, afternoon yeah. as we speak pirates trailing i believe it's five nothing i'm gonna uh, say it's five nothing back on the- it it was indeed a grand slam uh it was a northwestern transfer um for duke that mm. hit the grand slam so i mean you're looking at a one to nothing picture stool to now a five to nothing ball game in favor of the home team duke blue devils yikes all right so it's 5 31 i say until 5 38 we play this game this is and um i i ripped this off i like to be original come up with my own ideas Mm -hmm. this one i completely ripped off of another show that i heard today (laughs) uh it's the most popular nicknames mascots nicknames for high schools in the country okay so most popular u.s high school team nicknames uh-huh. and i have f- 49 listed so wow. the top 49 goodness so we're just gonna reel them off here you're right this is good this and this is according to a sporkle quiz so sporkle. don't get mad at me if it's not 100 accurate i'm going by their list and all you have to do is just name them out and we'll play we got five or six minutes here oh yeah so bryce uh, i'm gonna let you go first what do you got i'm going rams all right the rams oh come on uh oh. according to this i'm not even gonna go by the numbers but yes they, they okay are they're one of them thank yeah. goodness the rams goodness. are up there all right chandler uh i want to go bulldogs yeah bulldogs is uh I guess I'll say number of schools, but even this seems low. It says Rams 297, Bulldogs 806. Dang. Way low. That feels very low. low. Yeah. All right, Glenn. Vikings. Vikings is up there at 354. And I feel like there's 300 here in North Carolina. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Bryce. Jaguars. Jaguars. uh, 139. What? Dang. I I know. I know. Again. Who makes Chandler? Wildcats. Mm. Of course, Wildcats is there with 669. Glenn. Hawks. Hawks Mm. is going to be 210. Way low. Way low. Way low. Uh, Bryce. Bobcat. Bobcat (laughs) is. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, we're up there. Oh, I say. 184. Chandler. Eagles. Ooh, of course. That's a good one. Uh, 1,273. Jeez. Glenn. Hey, he's like winning like Family Feud here. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, survey set. <laughs> yeah. Pirates. Par. Uh, pirates are two, 255. Arr. On the list. Bryce. Mm, I'm going. I'm sticking my cat range. Um, Panthers. All right. Panthers are, of course, up there. 809. Chandler. I'm going to go with. Man, this might cost me. I'm going to go with the mascot that we have for my high school, the Leopards. <laughs> wow. Why would you do that? No, that's not up there. Oh. Of course not. Uh, Glenn. <laughs> Is. So. If I say devils, is there a color associated with it in the list? What do y'all think? Is it blue devils? Would you accept devils? 
I would accept Devils because the main kid. It could be blue or red. Yeah, Blue Devils is correct. Okay, should we give it to him? I'll give it to him. All right, we're gonna give it to you, Glenn. Uh, Bryce, I'm going Trojan. Trojan man, it's up there. I saw it. Three sixty five. Uh, Chandler, I'm gonna go Spartans. Very good. Mm. You're back on the game. Two seventy four. Oh, Glenn, I'm running out. Gators here. Gators. Gators. Oh, Hello. Not on the list. Oh, by the way, uh, Blue Devils and Red Devils is up here. Oh. So I'm gonna take off Red Devils. Uh, Gators is not on the list. What? Dang. No Gators. Um, Go Gator. Right. <laughs> you're in the lead here. You could. Uh, oh, this is a big one man. here. I'm gonna go. Dragons. I thought about dragons. There's a dragon. Dragons is up there. Wow. One thirty-three. Wow. wow. Dang. All right, Chandler. This is hard. I, I'm gonna go. Getting the uh, short read. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we even dude, there's a lot of yeah. There's, there's a like ton. Forty nine. Oh, tigers. Is it? Yeah. Nobody said that. Yeah. Eight eighty one. Tigers. tigers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Glenn. Chiefs. Uh, calm down, Chief. Um, Chiefs. Am I exiting out here? I'm just. Is that two strikes? That's not a bad guess, but that is going to be a strike. Dang. Dang on, man. No Chiefs. Um, Bryce, I'm gonna go. Um, oh gosh, I just had it. Lions, of course, five thirty-two. Chandler, give me the Rebels. Mm. Canceled. <laughs> I thought I saw it. Yep, it's up here, one eighty-six. Oh gosh, Glenn, you need this one. Bears. Who? Bears. Oh yeah, Bears. Two twenty-five. Got to be way oh, more than good that. Good lord. Bryce. Have we said Hawks? Yeah. Dang, we've said Hawks. We've said Falcons. I hope y'all are keeping up with what we said. We said Eagles. Dang, I'm going to go the Buccaneers. Have we said Buccaneers? We said no. Pirates. We said Pirates. Buccaneers. Buccaneers? Buccaneers not on the list. Dang. All right. So that's a big moment here. Chandler, you can tie Bryce. Let's go. Um, is Seahawks the same as Hawks? No, 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 that's a different, uh, different all right. bird. All right, Seahawks. And Chandler, I like to think you're a different bird. Uh, no Seahawks. Ah, two strikes for me. Ooh, I think I've got one. All right, Glenn. Mustangs. Mm. That's got to be on there. Mustangs on the list. All right, so right now, Bryce has seven, Chandler has six, Glenn has six. We'll go. Uh, I think I have one more. If we'll go like two more minutes here. All right, Bryce. Yellow Jackets. Not on the list. Wow. Big wow. miss. Chandler for the tie. Ra- Raiders. The Raiders. Glenn, can you make it a three-way tie? Hornets. Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. <laughs> oh, no. Yes! Dang! 253. Yellow Jackets not on We there. have a three-way tie. Holy moly. All right, Bryce. I'm out of daggum people. Um, <laughs> what a game! I, I don't need the the commanders. I don't know. <laughs> Is that your official guess? No, okay. I, no, I don't want it there. Um, Just think of gr- another big animal. The Grizzlies. Oh, that is incorrect. Oh, the uh, bear. I bet the Chandler. bears are on there. Who? The bears. Yeah, we, we already, already said, said that. Oh, Chandler. Oh, 
Give me. Next one wins. Hey. Uh, well, I'll let I'll go through the full round. We might just end in a three-way tie. Let me do. Um, I'd like to see these afterwards. Let me do. Uh, Five seconds. Give me three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, the uh, rattlesnakes. Glenn. Glenn for the win. It was so bad it made me forget my answer. <laughs> hey, that's good defense, Chandler. Patriots. Oh, Glenn is our winner. Hey. Oh, my God. So I was trying to think down of from two down. Curly With hair the hair Patriots, hair. what a comeback. Really? All right, here's some you missed. Is Indians. Oh, the Falcons. Did say Falcons? I don't think so. No, we I did not. Warriors. Say Falcons. Cougars. Uh, did anybody say Cardinals? Cougars. No one said Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, that's a good one. Wolves. Man, Spartans. Uh, Chandler said, uh, did you say Spartans? I don't think. Uh, yes. Yeah, he oh, said Spartans. Wolverines. Knights. 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 Um, Titans. I did. Titans. Wolverines. Is, is Giants out there? I think I said Titans. God, I thought about Indians. Did I? I don't think so. Nope. Did I miss this whole life? Saints. Oh, man. Huskies. Bra- Braves. Uh, Chargers. Mm. Rockets. Crusaders. I mean, come on. And Crus- Pioneers. Crusaders and Pioneers yeah. were on there, but Yellow Jackets weren't. Mm. Some of these have got to be or like Grizzlies. northern area names that yeah. we just don't have these down here. Man, how did I forget? What a game. Glenn comes in and wins. And I mean, from, the, from I mean, two down. Yeah. Underdog. Wait, well done. Two down. Hey, Glenn the underdog. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the big dog is the underdog. Dang, all right, let's open up. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you all for playing. That was fun. I'll try to find more like these. All right, uh, Chandler, open up the booty bag for me, sir. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. 317-1250. What are we giving away today? $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. Nice. All right. We'll do caller four. I'll go get the phones. And caller four will be our winner on this final day of February. So if you haven't won this month, you are eligible to win. We'll be back with Pirate Radio Outdoors when we return after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show all right welcome back to the program for the latest breaking news interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media on facebook Twitter and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 61,000 followers today at PR927FM. And congratulations to Susan Ding. She was the winner of a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville has you covered. With no third party needed, Wings Over Greenville has its own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. Up until 3 a.m. on Friday and Saturday, Wings Over Greenville has everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, 
Flip Rock. All right. I'm getting hungry after hearing about that awesome Wings Over Wings Green. Over, baby. Right, wings Over. Glad I'm not paying a lot of attention to this baseball game because it is nine to nothing Duke. Yikes. On the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented Yikes. by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. We'll recap it uh, coming up Wednesday with Scoot Magoots. Uh, Scooter. Scoots Magoots. Scoots Magoots will be here uh, recapping this ugly one. Duke scored 20 plus against Baylor twice over the weekend, mm. and the runs have just not stopped for the Devils. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, the Pirates mm. have not been able to get anything going offensively today. Mm. So, what we'll do is, Bryce, let's get away from the television. Let's go enjoy nature. Let's Nature's go to Pirate fun. Radio Outdoors. Nature's a good time. Yeah. Um, well, I was home this weekend for, obviously, the, the birthday. Um, so, I wasn't able to get outside, but we were able to go to a gun show. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so, I was able to, so, I was able to do that. And um, Were you browsing, uh, shopping? You know, I was kind of, I was browsing slash shopping. I'm kind of looking for like an, uh, for an over and under shotgun and or a judge, which is a pistol that shoots a 410 and or a 45 long Colt. Um, so I was kind of browsing for those. I did not see any over and unders. Uh, well, actually, I saw I saw one, but it was a little older and a little pricey. All right, so when I'm looking for over unders, I'm looking at. Uh what the point total is going to be in a game to bet on <laughs> right. what is an over under so an over and under uh shotgun is a shotgun has two barrels in there stacked okay. on top of each other then you got two okay um so i was looking for which you've probably so, seen over and unders well i have but what's it called when it's like that i man? just call them double barrels or oh yeah 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 or people call them sabicides over under okay um but I call, you know, I want to see it over and under because I feel like that shoot those better my line of sight and the way you mount it just everything feels a little better Trying to find one on a deal is going to be tricky, but um, that's why I kind of got my own next. And, of course, I don't know if I want to go 12 or 20 gauge, but I was talking to a friend at the gym. He said, well, just get both. I said, well, I like your thinking. <laughs> so, you know, I'm looking for one of those and or a judge, which the judge is more kind of a novelty purchase just because they're pretty cool looking gun as far as what they can do because you can put a 410 shotgun shell in it. And, um, well... Yeah, it's like those are. So it's a handgun. Yeah, yeah, it's a handgun. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a handgun that shoots a four ten shotgun shell. Wow. Like okay. So it'll be pretty cool for like you know, to have in the truck or at the house. You know, more so, protection wise. So I was browsing for those. Um, I didn't. I did end up buying some ammo, because um, without ammo, a gun's just a paperweight. So. Um, trying to just that's what they tell me that's what I've heard (laughs) (laughs) would you say that the judge is more of a hand cannon like that would be what it would be called like yeah you could go probably hand cannon it's a salt does that have a kick yeah Yeah. pretty much especially putting like a 410 shotgun shell in it Um, if something's up on you you can blow it away so I wouldn't say it's more of a distance shot I mean the 45 long colt could obviously have a little more range has more range than the 410 but if it's like if a bear got up on you in the woods right you could pop it yeah. yeah you could shoot it that way or intruders do you have a uh, bayonet i was trying to go non-violent yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was trying to go that way is that what yeah, they call the uh, self-protection from wildlife yes yeah, that's what i was trying to go the bayonet yeah. is that the the blade at the end that's of a, yeah the right you got one of those rifle. i did not have a bayonet <laughs> uh, i don't have a gun that holds those the whole the the sort of the vintage war war right. or military rifles just kind of in my cup. And that was a joke question, but 
you uh you use everything you got right like do you um do you have any like i don't know antiques or like collection like you know i don't have any like antique guns yeah they're oh, all your stuff is like working guns. yeah like right you, yeah like working you, guns yeah deer yeah. rifles ars pistols and stuff yeah they're they're all pretty much working what season guns. is next bro turkey season i was just about yeah. to ask you when turkey season was yeah because once again in kinston uh, whole field of them bryce goodness gracious right across from the house you need to drop me a pen <laughs> just the whole field of them they're just there uh, and they've been there for years now man there's there's, there's taunting a, at this point there's probably a stud tom in there probably oh i've seen him two inch spurs i mean oh he's he's huge and he's he's very proud of himself mm. he loves to come out and stomp around the early the in the walk. morning and uh, make himself make himself seen. Drop me a pin, and that way I can when I get in the strut masters. If I do it this year, I'll just go to Glenn's place. Oh yeah, he's got an insider info. We need to delete this from the record and just oh. tell Bryce. They don't so, want, want this information getting out. Yeah. So, might need. To, might need. To, I might. Do you own the land? I don't own it, but we could pretty much hunt from the front porch. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll tell you that. <laughs> we, just, t- we can get a cooler out and just sit there in the rock there we go and handle it just sort of we'll dress up in camo have a little skirt but just a little peep <laughs> how would rocking affect your aim would, uh, yeah, get you, I, I could maybe time it up a little bit get you a pepsi cola and a pack of nabs there we uh, go we, we gotta take a break day. but uh scott says 454 casul yeah it's a casul that's uh those are big ones it's another uh, that's another hand cannon big hand okay mm-hmm. i see I see, I see. All right, good update. And Glenn adding to it today. Pirate Radio Outdoors. Well done. Uh, We will take a break. We got to get our last break in. We'll come back and wrap it up here on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten the lift your skin, smooth your t- skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit and love your transformation. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. <laughs> All right. Back with you on Pirate mm-hmm. Radio Live. What's that guy's name, Bryce? I was going to say Ron Burgundy. Ron White. Ron White. This is nice. Yep. Uh, Glenn and Bryce just had a hearty hunting discussion, and then you said the word public, which reminded us of Ron White being yep. drunk in public. Public. They threw me into public. Public. <laughs> <laughs> they got the old tater. There you go. All right. Um, do you have a score on the game, Chandler? Is it still 9 nothing? I, I have not checked. Uh, I mean, Pirates are hitless through six, and Blue Devils have a bunch of runs. Yikes. <laughs> That's what we need to know right now. 
uh it is not going what well inning is it? for ecu six so we're in the bottom of the sixth we are with three we're more to the seventh oh, we're through two. six we're on to the seventh dang well, we got well duke's batting we have three uh, more okay all right so it's either bottom six or bottom seven i think it's um bottom seven then. dang we only got what two left then two innings correct eight and nine that is correct not a good score on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck bryce thanks for hanging out today thanks for having me fun show i feel like yeah. we covered a lot today we did we were everywhere i feel like uh, kind of like you out on the field exactly you're just everywhere out there uh but you were locked in today but right. showed a lot of grit and i'm gonna say you had some dog in you today thanks <laughs> we pulled up the x-rays it's right there yeah got that dog in you we're gonna tell what dog big dog we got the big dog in us today that's right you know it thanks for uh, hanging out man i'll fun. be with you uh tomorrow all three hours tomorrow fun show sounds nice. good we'll be talking to mason garcia tomorrow chan man great job double duty thank you sir got off to a rough start today on the show yep talk about a strong finish well yeah done. he didn't play the music during the outdoor but that's cool i called him out i'm sorry oh any comment to that? <laughs> he walked the out. only comment I'll have is that I made a mistake, and yeah. I will admit it. Hey, that's so fine. guess you what? I did mistake. not finish strong. Hey, yep. you learned from your mistake. Started weak, finished weak, but was great in the middle. <laughs> yeah. You were awesome in the middle. It's all about the middle. <laughs> What's the best part of an Oreo? The, middle. the middle. Exactly. The middle. An Oreo-like the performance. Roll. The middle. <laughs> we'll see. A cream puff. The, the middle. middle. <laughs> we'll take a... One day timeout, come back, be back with you Wednesday, 3 o'clock, Pirate Radio Live. See you then. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.